7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Joining me, as always, on the program from the Electric City, Scranton, Pennsylvania, is the one and only Joe Santorso. Welcome, Joe. Yeah, and I just want to say I love you. I love the team. I love everybody. I love everybody and the team <laughs> and the team. And they love, I love you. you all. Oh God, Thank damn you. it! So, and of yes. course, uh, joining uh, joining me here in Studio SB, everybody. Uh, it's the one and only the Sues, and of course, we say this about the her. prettiest girl in Cleveland. The prettiest girl in Cleveland, right here beside me. <laughs> oh, stop! No, keep so, going. So it looks like we get to give Suze a crash course on uh, uh, on some of the stuff that's been breaking today. Although she did know you did you did hear about Sean Spicer. I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Not so spicy anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a little side work, and and the my boss, who was the the business owner was like oh spicer just retired wow i'm like oh. yeah you got to get up on that mic or talk all louder. right okay so, there you go hmm. so uh yeah so sean spicer's gone everybody um and uh it, it's hot on the heels of anthony scaramucci um who had nothing but glowing things to say about donald trump in 2015 Everybody, I don't know. Joe, did you did you know that he's been a big, longtime fan? Not just his love affair that he uh, professed today, but uh, on Fox News, Fox Business News, a couple of years ago, he he just had a glowing review of Trump. Did did you, you mean, see see that? Yeah, uh, you mean when he called him a scumbag? Um, yeah, he called him a, a few things. Uh, so let's yeah, get, let's uh, listen to this. This is Anthony Scaramucci. Um, uh, talking about Donald Trump on Fox Business News in 2015. Building buildings, I'll take a little bit of something. You build buildings, you put people to work. These hedge fund guys, they move around papers. Yeah. Wow, that was uh, Donald Trump. We got a hedge fund guy right another, here. Another, another moving hack. Moving around papers? I'm moving around paper right now, Maria, but that's another <laughs> hack politician. You call he's Donald pro- Trump a hack? He's a hack politician. Oh, he's probably going to make Elizabeth Warren his vice presidential nominee with comments like do think, that. Do you think he's a It's plant? anti-American. It's very, very divisive. Do you think Donald's oh, my. A I'll tell you who he's going to be president of. You can tell Donald I said this. The Queens County Bullies Association. you got to cut it out now and Stop all this crazy rhetoric spinning okay. everybody's I heads. I like around. how you say that now, but okay. I've had a problem with the way he talked about women for years. And now way, God, God, I don't like you. the way he talks about women. I don't like the way he talks about our friend Megyn Kelly. And you know what? The politicians don't want to go at Trump because he's got a big mouth and he's afraid he's going to get light him up on Fox News and all these other places. But I'm not a politician. You're close. You're- 
Bring it. All right, so you're, why, you're, is, you're, why is he you're, resonating? You're an inherited why is he resonating? money dude from Queens County. Bring it, Donald. Do, you, you're close Bring to it. Walker, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, do you think, do you think Walker an inherited will do, money dude okay. right. from Queens County. Do you County. think Walker will do attack ads on him? I don't. I Why don't. Not? Well, I think because he he's a smart guy and he knows he's going to implode without him having to do attack. How about yes. the packs? This sort of nonsense is going to cause him to eventually implode. How about the packs? I don't think they're going to spend their money on him. The, you know, anybody that's been in the high 20s this early in the race has faded, okay? And it's it's Herman Oops. Cain, and people say Oops. he's different. He's not different. You know, 80% the, of the you country know, the internal polling him. right now is showing him for the first time picking up. Picking, I, picking I'll up tell you what, what I think he's doing. He the hedge fund community is right out of Elizabeth Warren's playbook. Yeah, is that, are you a Democratic plant for Hillary Clinton that's and what Elizabeth I've, Warren? I've that's been what we saying that know. for a long time. That's what we want to know. Stand here and prove otherwise. He told us last week when he came in the show he's a conservative it's ridiculous my goodness yes two so two years ago on fox business news anthony scaramucci the new communications director for the trump white house uh who again hot on the heels of him coming in sean spicer has now resigned to a shrubbery uh (laughs) somewhere (laughs) got in his bunny suit and hip hop uh hopped away um but this guy anthony scaramucci two short years ago for two minutes on Fox Business News, you know, just trashing Trump. But today, today during the press conference where uh, um, Huckabee Sanders, somebody looks like they it looks like they just like pinched the side of her head to to make it squish down on one side. But uh, uh sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going there. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't either. But uh, yeah. But anyway. So she, um, you know, uh, he, he was the opening act for today's on-camera White House press briefing. I don't know if you know this, Susan, but the, they've been uh, banning cameras from the White House press briefing for a while. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so now uh, we finally got Scaramucci Fine. on camera. Can we go back well, we in a time machine for two years and, like, the election never happened? Sure. Hmm. If I, I was like Dr. Who, that. that's what I would do. Yeah. No. But anyway, what were you going to say, Joe? Oh, oh, I was going to say uh, uh, the, the reason they're having on-camera uh, uh, pressers anymore is because of this guy is nice-looking. He's got a lot of hair product on his head. Mm-hmm. You know, he's young. He's slim. You know, he always thought, you know, that poor poor spicy was a little on the heavy side and his suits didn't fit right and he was a little balding and this and that and uh, this guy's right out of central casting yeah (laughs) well uh rick wilson i just i i was uh right before uh right before the show i flipped on my phone and i wanted to just check mediaite to see what kind of news stories had come out and rick wilson noted republican trump hater um had a few things to say about Scaramucci and his love affair, uh, his new newfound love for Donald Trump and everybody in the administration. Uh, and I got to say, he has like the best right at the begin, right out of the gates. He has one of the best comments. It's amazing. The most important mission he had, as you said, he's playing to an audience of one. And he declared his love so many times, I'm surprised he didn't pull the back of his shirt up to show us his MAGA tramp stamp. The guy clearly (laughs) wanted to make sure that Donald Trump had a very, very sharp, clear message that his loyalty was absolute 
um, because that's obviously the currency of the realm. Again, I, I think he doesn't, um, he's already shown us a few warning flags though, uh, the, the voter fraud number that he's claiming, and, and the, the, the idea that the president tells the truth is something that is just, <laughs> you know, I think the Washington Post had it that he's lied 893 times since he's been sworn in that's all. on the record. This is not a guy who, who, who is conducive to having a White House that's able to tell the truth because he demands that they stick with his message, his style. So I think Scaramucci, you know, he had a, he had a good intro performance. He was slick. He was, um, he, you know, he, he had plenty of hair product and plenty of, and a good suit. So that sort of self-image of Trump seeing the slick New York banker, Wall Street guy on TV, I'm sure he liked that. He thought Sean Spice was a bit rumpled. Um, I'm sure he loved that. But again, he hasn't confronted any real issues yet. He hasn't confronted any kind of crisis yet. And he hasn't had to deal with the day-to-day -day of Donald Trump impulsively running off, you know, tweeting off at, at, at the slightest provocation. So, you know, look, we're all going to say that the guy is a, is, a, is, a, is a new face, a fresh face. And he, and he certainly presents himself in a way that, you know, comes across as sort of a Wall Street uh, uh, slickster. But uh, other than that, I think we've got, still got to wait until the, he collides with reality. I, I just got to hand it to Rick Wilson for this five seconds. He here. declared his love so many times. I'm surprised he didn't pull the back of his shirt up to show us his MAGA tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is perfect. <laughs> that I, as soon as I read the headline, I was like, I need that audio. That's why we were a little bit late tonight, everybody. My apologies. Um, but and uh, <laughs> you know, I think uh, uh, Scaramucci was born in a petri dish in Goldman Sachs, <laughs> actually. Oh. That guy, he is so. You know, he reminds me of though, uh, Michael Corleone. Yeah, I'll you take know, your word it, for it because I don't know. I don't know the movie. Oh, oh, you don't know the Godfather? My I'm God, a, I have to leave now. I'm not a gangster <laughs> movie guy. I'm just yeah. not. Oh uh, no, that's not a gangster movie. It's um. Well, anyway, it's an Italian movie. Yeah, anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, Michael Corleone. That is, he is, he is him. You know. He is don't don't ask me about my uh, don't ask me about my uh, business, uh, uh, you know, because uh, if you do, I have to kill you, you know. <laughs> and I love the guy. I love the guy. I love the guy. Oh my God! Yeah. I, I mean, if if he, if he loved, you know, if he said lo I love the guy, he loves the team. He loves Sean. He loves everybody. <laughs> he loves it's everybody. So annoying, um, especially after him being, you know, again. Two minutes of audio there from 2015, not even a full two years ago, of him just just trashing the guy he's working for now, and it's just like you know, you know, money changes everything. Uh, yeah, well of, well, of course. I mean, that's the only thing that's that's the only thing that changed his mind, and it's probably the only thing that changed Trump's mind, because I mean, why would? I mean, I just don't get it. It's like, you know, what? what is it? Does it? Will he just take an apology? Oh, no, I was totally wrong. I'm totally going to suck up to you now because I want your money. You know, I, I yeah. want, the, I want the, the money by association. I want the White House job, and then I want all those those big league gigs. Bigly, bigly gigs uh, once I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trading up. I mean, I mean, this guy doesn't need money, believe me. This um, Scaramucci guy does not need money. What he's doing is trading up. You know, he okay. sees an opportunity here. Because, you know, he sold his entire company uh, be, with the anticipation that he was going to get a high-level job in this administration and never got it and now wow. finally did. 
And there was a reason he did that. They explained that on on, on one of the cable shows today. Mm-hmm. He did that because he's 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 a trader. He trades up, and he sees the presidency and 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 proximity to the president as his new company. Oh yeah. And he's going to make money on this, you know. And um, yep, that'll turn them all. Well, all right. I'm sure we'll have lots more on Scaramucci down the road since he's our new, um, you know, um, dingbat uh, to uh, to knock around. Uh, but uh, oh, I, I do want to say I eagerly anticipate the exit interview uh, with some Sean on Sean action. Sean Spicer will be interviewed by Sean Hannity, <laughs> I believe, tonight. <laughs> so it's good that they're you know uh, they're getting a top cultist to. Uh, uh, to make sure he doesn't get deprogrammed too soon, you know, for that exit interview. Yeah. Make sure he doesn't flip. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I can't wait wait to read Sean Spicer's book. I'll check it out from the library because I sure as hell ain't buying it. <laughs> well, he said he was honored to have served the POTUS and is staying on until the end of August. Neat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and by the way, right. Scaramucci, he's known as the Mooch. All right, so before we get into everything else uh, here, uh, you s- mentioned some breaking news before we got on air, so why don't you go ahead and uh, tell the folks what's going on, because it kind of ties into what we're going to be talking about here shortly. You know, it was it was in red on top of the Washington Post headline. It popped just when, you know, me and you connected, and now they're covering it on MSNBC, and it disappeared off the Washington Post. But what they're saying is, is that Sessions discussed that there are U.S. intelligence intercepts showing that there that that Lavrov said told his superiors that he and Sessions discussed Trump campaign related matters and matters that were important to the Soviet to the Russian Federation. So Session is once again caught in a lie. Remember, he said he doesn't even know what they discussed. It was just chit chat. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently it wasn't. It was more than chit chat. So the plot thickens. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the excuse that Trump will use to fire Sessions and get a Trump-friendly person, as if he wasn't Trump-friendly. <laughs> Boy, this stuff is going fast to get somebody more Trump-friendly than Sessions. Did I say that? Did I just yeah. really say that? Yeah, it's it's bonkers. But yeah, you know, you know, it is. I mean, so it, I don't know. It's it's just breaking. Uh, uh, Steve Karnacki's on here. They're all their hair is on fire. So God knows what's going on here. But <laughs> this will be interesting to see how this uh, this unfolds tonight. Uh, it certainly will. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll have some interesting stuff on Tuesday. Oh my God! So uh, the big big news before today <laughs> was was related to. Um, that dingbat Jeff Sessions. I don't know why dingbat's my favorite word of the day right now. <laughs> I guess it's nicer than saying fuckhead. So, um... I like dingbat better. Yeah. So, let's listen to this. Uh, I've got four audio clips from, um... from Shepard Smith from Fox News. Uh, yes, that's right. He's actually been doing a hell of a job uh, keeping up on these stories. But Donald Trump, for some reason decided to give an interview to the New York Times, the failing, sad, fake news New York Times, as he describes them, an enemy of the state, which his supporters call the New York Times, 
um, you know, and and liberal media, whatever. And he sat down and he gave an interview with them. And in that interview, it was nuts, Joe. <laughs> yes. No, no, it was no. It was more than nuts. It was. Uh, it was like one of those. Uh, uh, a stream of consciousness type of uh, interviews yeah where you couldn't even you couldn't even keep up he was changing subjects like mid-sentence talking about himself in the third person <laughs> yeah. third person second person first person sure. in the past in the present in the future he would he would waver over to the election of 2016 then to russia then to sean spicer then to sessions and yeah comey and all and and, and this is the only one sentence Oh, geez. Yeah, and, and so here's I mean, the... I mean, it was bizarre. Yeah, here's the first clip, and Susan hasn't heard this yet, no. so this is new, <laughs> but Shepard Smith will break this down, but um, of course, uh, uh, Robert Mueller, right? He, that's the first name of the investigator, right? Is it Robert Mueller? He better not, not be related to... Pete. Well, Mueller, Mueller, it's Robert. His Mueller, first he name doesn't is, pronounce it right. Yeah, I know, but his first name's Robert, right? <laughs> Robert, yeah. Okay, so uh, here he is, uh, and he's talking about, in, in the interview... Robert Mueller is talking about investigating the family finances, the Trump family finances, and um, and this is this has really gotten Fat Donnie. He's he's gotten the nervous sharks. On this. It's bad. It's bad. You should see all that. Um, <laughs> and I'd rather not. Yeah, you know nobody really wants to see that. Wants Clean that. it up. Ooh, uh, all right. So this is um, uh, Shepard Smith, part one, talking about this New York Times interview and the uh, Robert Mueller drawing the red line. Uh, oh no, no, Trump saying Mueller's drawing a red line by saying he's going to investigate his family finances, and then basically ending up saying that. Um, Jeff Sessions is a traitor because he recused himself. It's it's insane. Robert Mueller is now looking into President Trump's business dealings. That's new, and it was first reported by Bloomberg News, citing a source familiar with the investigation. Just yesterday, President Trump told the New York Times in an interview for the ages <laughs> that Bob Mueller would cross a red line if he looked into his or his family's finances. Well, now... He's looking into his and his family's finances. Red line crossed. So now what? The White House said in an off-camera briefing just moments ago that the president has no intention of firing Bob Mueller. In President Trump's interview with the New York Times, he slammed top officials at his own Justice Department and at the FBI, including one of his biggest campaign supporters, the first senator to come out and support him, the man he called the smartest man in all of the United States Senate, the man <laughs> he appointed his attorney general, Jeff Sessions, apparently is now a traitor. Uh, was he being sarcastic when he said he was the smartest man in the Senate? No, he was... Or did he just mispronounce racist? <laughs> is that what happened? That's probably... That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> the most racist. <laughs> <laughs> I love him for it. Um, yeah. So, so there we go. The, the, you know, I mean, it, it, this is this is crazy. And there's audio within this too, because the New York Times released audio from this. Mm-hmm. And when you hear it in yes. his own words, it's it's just crazy. Actually, it makes sense. If you crawl, well, you don't want to crawl into his head, but if you got under all that hair and got in that head, <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. Because 
what he's saying here and, and, and what he did today is that I need people to protect me. And when I hire you, I expect you to protect me. Exactly. And that's that's what it's, I mean. And really, you don't even have to get into his head here because he no. says it. He says it. He says essentially that just not as um, well spoken as you. <laughs> so well, he's treating the Department of Justice like an employee, like like the, the AG is, is an employee. The AG is not an employee of the president. They have a yeah. sworn duty to the Constitution of the United States and uphold the laws of the Constitution of, of the United States, not to the president. As a matter of fact, they're supposed to be totally separated and independent. Wait, I totally what thought they were like that, Pinkerton security here. And they're definitely <laughs> yeah. not your bodyguard, Donald. No, that's the those other people. <laughs> yeah, that's that Secret goon service. he brought from New York. He only uses him to his bodyguard and to deliver uh, ear fired notices to the FBI yeah. director. But, but that's uh, what he's saying, yeah. and then what he did today with Scaramucci, uh, Scaramucci, Scaramucci. Can you do the Fandango? Yes. Uh, that's what he. That's what he's doing. He, loyalists, loyalists, loyalists. Mm-hmm. He's circling well, the wagons. Oh you yeah. Know. Well, let's get to the the second clip here because uh, you know the, you're uh, basically you're 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 pre- prescient. Well, not really. You've already heard some of this audio, so <laughs> uh, here's part two. The president told the Times he would not have given Jeff Sessions the job had he known that the attorney general would recuse himself from the investigation into Russia's meddling in the 2016 election. So Jeff Sessions takes the job, gets into the job, recuses himself. I then have, uh, which, which frankly, I think is very unfair to the president. How do you take what? the job and then recuse yourself? Well, you take the job, then you get the information, which makes it clear that ethically you have to recuse yourself, and you recuse yourself. <laughs> Amen! Thank you, Shepard Smith, for explaining that to this dipshit president. Again, uh, well, no, dipshit. I was, uh, what was I saying before? Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, Susan, what he said there is is that's really unfair to the president. I give <laughs> you the job, you're supposed to do the job, but then you say you won't do the job, and that's really unfair to the president. Hmm. I, I mean, does it get more crooked than that, Susan? It's a little crooked. It's a crooked road we're walking on here. You got nothing? A crooked road with a crooked man and a crooked <laughs> stick. Okay. It's crooked. <laughs> All right, Joe, any <laughs> thoughts before we get to the next clip? I think you should play The Long and Winding Road by the Beatles. <laughs> the Long and Winding Road. Bum, bum. Uh, all right. Uh, how about, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't have that, but I do have another hit from Shep Smith here. Um, and this is uh, Jeff Sessions. Had a, he had a little bit of a response. To what Trump said. The Attorney General responded at a news conference today. I have uh, the honor of serving as Attorney General. It's something that uh, uh, goes beyond any thought I would have ever had for myself. <laughs> we love this job, we love this department, and I plan to continue to do so as long as uh, that is appropriate. As long as it's appropriate. There are those who would argue that as long as it app- it's appropriate ended the millisecond that President Trump gave that interview <laughs> to the New York Times and said that he never would have put him in there. Ooh. But we'll see what happens. 
Chef Smith practicing a little Rex Kwan. Okay, there. now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. You know, Chef's voice is deep enough. He could do a really good impression of Rex. Jeez. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, th- this is, uh, I, I mean, this is bonkers. I mean, Sessions was the first uh, senator to come out and openly endorse Trump, Joe. And was a surrogate for him on the campaign trail, and then I mean, but this is this is the thing. This is where things have changed. I think. Okay, they were like, yeah, okay, he had to recuse himself. Whatever, yeah, that's fine. It's not going to go anywhere because everybody kept saying fake news, fake news, fake news. Trump truly thought that since enough of his cultists were chanting that, that it would all go away and it would all be better. But now, because they couldn't cover their tracks enough for that meeting last year at Trump Tower. And all of this damning, damning evidence has come out. I think he's like, "Oh shit! Why did he recuse himself? We need to start firing people." Hmm. Well, there were a lot of reports that said that he was really livid that weekend. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you remember the, that June famous tweet accusing Obama of tapping his wires. Mm-hmm came the day after he recused himself yeah so he was he he was livid right off the bat so i don't think it's a recent thing i think it's been simmering ever since but he really mm-hmm. blew his stack that day oh, that yeah. he that session announced it because it was the following day that he sent that tweet and started that whole fiasco yeah so yeah so, all right. Here's the here's the last one uh, from Shep Smith. Uh, it's a little bit long. We're not going to have a lot of time to discuss, but it's worth playing uh, before we go to the break. So here it is, uh, Shepard Smith on Trump's interview with the New York Times, where he he drove a tiny little elfin bus and backed it right up over Jeff Sessions, a racist elf bus. So uh, here's clip four. <laughs> Short time ago, just a few minutes ago, as a matter of fact, at the Made in America event that the president was hosting here at the White House. Oh, my apologies. John Roberts is uh, on with Shep here for this segment. Reporters shouted the question at him, do you still have confidence in your attorney general? The president ignored the question, but a short no. time earlier, when Sarah Huckabee Sanders at yet another off-camera White House briefing, even though the OMB director Mick Mulvaney brought some visual aids, we're not sure what led to that disconnect, Sarah Huckabee <laughs> Sanders was asked if the president still had confidence in his attorney general. Here's what she said. The president uh, said, as the president said yesterday, um, he was disappointed in the attorney general Sessions' decision to recuse himself. Uh, but clearly he has confidence in him or he would not be the attorney general. So I'm baffled, frankly, by everything that's happened here in the past 24 hours at the White House. We have the president saying what you played earlier. Then we have Sarah Huckabee Sanders saying that the president has confidence in his attorney general. So we don't know, Shep, if he has lost confidence in his attorney general, wants him to resign, or if he's just expressing lingering frustrations, because we know it's no secret that the president was upset when Sessions recused himself. And maybe he wants to subject Sessions to a public flogging. (laughs) This is Fox News that is saying this, everyone. What? This is Fox News, Susan. All of this audio we listened to, the last four clips, it's all on Fox News. 
Nobody has any confidence in Trump. Yay! But not just that, but, you know, what John Roberts just said there is maybe he just wants to, you know, Sessions have a public flogging over recusing himself. from. uh, That's insane! Of course, I'm saying this like I'm shocked. I'm not really shocked. It's just the way things are. I'm shocked. I want to go back to... 2015? 20 years ago. 20 years ago, no. Yeah. When when I could... Early 90s? Mid 90s? When I didn't understand my politicians, but I respected them. No, you don't want to go back 20 years because you're just on the cusp of uh, Monica Lewinsky. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, where the president didn't try and fire everybody who was doing the investigation. Yeah. And didn't intimidate people on Twitter because it didn't exist. <laughs> and um, Newt, Newt Gingrich was Speaker of the House. Frankly. Uh, Newt Gingrich has a new new book called Understanding Trump, Frankly. Frankly. I suggest nobody buys it. Um, and if you see it in a library, <laughs> deface it. Deface it. <laughs> Put porn pictures inside Newt Gingrich's book. <laughs> Whatever kind of uh, porn you want, the racier the better. Like watermelon porn, or something. Yeah, it, sploshing, sploshing. I think, Splash, I think is yes. where you're going. Yes. Yeah. Shards porn. <laughs> I think you were thinking of sploshing. Yeah, sploshing is that was the fetish you were looking for for sure. Uh, so anyway, uh, I frankly I like sploshing. Frankly, Calista. Bring the jello. Uh, so <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop it. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah, and uh, and Robin. stop it. So anyway, uh, yes. Uh, so uh, we're gonna run to the break. And yes, Rain is off tonight. I'm sorry I didn't mention that at the very top. Uh, she had something come up. So Susan, thank you for sitting in for Rain tonight. I'm here. Yay. She's right beside me. And of course, Joe Santorsa here with us as always. P.S. Mueller just got new and improved Skype tonight, so that's very exciting. So we'll get him on uh, at the top of next hour. And uh, guess what, Joe? We're going to get Adam Hebert on reverse call in to talk to you about Doctor Who. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Our first Yes. Susan's excited, too. I do want to talk about Doctor Who. So a little estrogen up in the TARDIS. So, um, uh, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We're going to listen to... uh, uh, Ghost Gun by Hairwolf live at WRUW. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back uh, with lots more of the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick right after this. Turn up the night. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun.
song about grocery stores. It's sung by Greg. It's called For Your Inconvenience. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, well, you know, what the hell, ladies and germs. Let's go ahead and play his jingle for him right now. It's Mr. Joe Santorsa. Go to Scranton with me. A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Been souping up any clown cars lately, Joe? I love clowns. Uh... There's not going to be a clown. There is going to be a clown car this 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 week, but I'm not going to be there. Oh, that's Someone right. Else will be, that's yeah, right. Somebody else will be doing the clown. Yes, you're you're, you're uh, oh. 
taking uh, some time off. I had a great time with you, uh, Tim, Seth, and Adam on last Sunday's show. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. And, uh, and it's and, always fun to have you. Yeah, and we and love thanks. you. Thanks. We love everybody. Yes, yeah. we love. I, I actually got a tramp stamp of the Tim Carmel show on my back <laughs> after the show. I loved you guys so much. So yeah. he declared his love so many times. I'm surprised he didn't pull the back of his shirt up to show us his MAGA tramp stamp. Yes. Um, so uh, and well, also the, uh, Tim Carmel tramp stamp has a, a clown in it. Just oh, so gosh. everybody knows. Wow. Very nice. Actually, I'm going to get a tramp stamp of the Tim Cormall penned Mad Lib uh, that he uh, he sent us. Um, yes, that's right. I have printed out in my greasy little claw a, a Mad Lib done by the one and only Tim Cormall uh, that we will do in hour three tonight. Uh, we're going to do when we do listener Mad Libs. I'm going to do one listener Mad Lib and then one regular Mad Lib because um, I think that's a special thing to have one you know one custom and then one standard and then you know. Um, makes it stand out. It's a little highlight. That's very exciting. And of course, uh, the prettiest girl in Cleveland joining me right now, the Suze. Uh, welcome back. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. Hello. So, uh, in, uh, before we get back into it, Suze, you just went to see um, a good friend of Rain's. Oh, yeah, I did. The other day. Uh, somebody who uh, has been on uh, this program a couple times. Uh, she came to Cleveland to tell everybody who it was. I went to see the Vaginal Mystery Tour with um, comedian Liz Winstead. Liz Winstead. Oh, it's it was last week. I had a good time. It was fun. It was good. Um, there were a lot of comedians, and then they just chatted it up, and um, it was mostly, um, you know, just regular comedy, like personal experience and things like that. But um, the Liz Winstead part, I really wouldn't have known. If I didn't listen to Turn Up the Night, like, I was laughing where a lot of people were like, what? Huh? Yeah. So. So we were we were kind of your primer. Yeah, you guys educated me. I mean, I, I don't remember every name like I should, but, you know, I was like, huh, huh. And other people were like, aren't, isn't she supposed to be talking about vaginas? You know, so. There, well, you know, that's good. So, yeah. you know, we, you, you know, the, you listen to Turn Up the Night. And then, you know, it turns out to be, uh, you know, a, a learning experience. And that's one to grow on. Uh, there you go. It's one to grow on. Thank you, Jason Bateman. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead. And also, uh, tonight on Reverse Call-In, uh, we're going to have Mr. Adam Hebert, because Adam wanted to talk to Joe about uh, uh, Doctor Who, but you weren't available for his show tomorrow. Uh, so it's even more appropriate because Susan's on too, and Susan's a big Doctor Who fan. So I figured the three of you can uh, talk about the new Doctor Who announcement uh, when uh, we do reverse calling with Adam tonight. Wouldn't that be fun? Definitely, I'm excited. Yes, yes. and it's we're we're bigger on the inside. <laughs> That's right. Um, you are. My MAGA tramp stamp is bigger on the inside. Uh, <laughs> don't and don't ask to explain that. So. Uh, all right, so um, let's go ahead and uh, get. Uh, yeah, I think we can do this. Uh, Jake Tapper uh, also had some commentary on the Trump um, uh, New York Times interview. His his uh, his coverage was a little more broad than just the Jeff Sessions stuff. So uh, here we go. This is this is part one. Uh, basically, he's uh, thrown all of uh, Trump with the New York Times interview. He's thrown all the top cops in D.C. under the clown bus. So, 
Uh, <laughs> this is right up your alley, Joe. Here you go. The nation's top law enforcement officials find themselves in the extraordinary position of defending their right to keep coming to work today after the President of the United States attacked the top officials at the Department of Justice and the FBI. In an interview with the New York Times, President Trump attacked the Attorney General, the Deputy Attorney General, the former head of the FBI, the acting head of the FBI, and of course, special counsel Robert Mueller, who's investigating his campaign's possible ties to Russia. The subtext of many of these criticisms being that these men do not seem to understand how they should be trying to serve him, Donald Trump, the president, instead of serving the American people, or for that matter, justice. Yeah, that, it's funny. Uh, you, you'd think, uh, Susan, that somebody who is supposed to represent all of the American people should strive for that and not just one cotton candy-haired reality TV show racist <laughs> freak. You know, it's just a thought. You know, the, the what, did, what did Spock always say on uh, Star Trek, Joe? The needs of the many and well, the needs of the few. It's true. Or the one. Or the one, the one. yes, the one. <laughs> Or the or bully. The and yeah. uh, thank you, I'll never eat cotton candy again. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't anyway. It's They're not. never going to make it in I orange. I guess not. They're never going to make it in orange. It's all, I mean, can you see well, him with I've pink seen, or blue hair? No. I've seen orange cotton candy before. You have? I, I don't know. On Trump's head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet there'll be cotton candy I, tomorrow at the at the Irish festival. Oh, maybe. You, you know, you know how the Irish love their cotton candy. Uh, oh, we laddie and lassie have some some like green cotton candy, color of shamrock. Oh, that would be so cool. Uh, green cotton yeah. candy. No, they'll just have like potato dishes. Uh, <laughs> Here's your here's your candy potato. So <laughs> I'm gonna make Ken go to the Irish festival as a date with me. Yeah, they sell candy like caramel and cotton uh, and candy uh, uh, potatoes on a stick at the oh, Irish fair. Oh, they do. That would yeah. be awful. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. <laughs> That'd be great. You, no, you had awful. a mid you had a midstream change of mind no. on what kind of idea that was. <laughs> you were just thinking, oh, that would be awful. <laughs> that would be, I'm just imagining the raw yeah. apple when you like bite through a candy bit. Crunch. Crunch. No. Yeah. So, anyway, I just oh, imagining nope. the dental bills when you. <laughs> yeah. When so. I. Munch through, but they have a they have a, a, a deep fried uh, stick of butter in Iowa somewhere in the I know. Fairs, don't they? They do deep yeah. fried Kool Aid. Do they do deep fried butter? Deep fried? Uh, well, they do the now. I noticed the uh, I was in the mall and I went and got some waffle fries a while ago uh, at uh, Mister Hero with the cheese sauce and everything, and they, I, they had the deep-fried Twinkie on the menu. And I and, and I asked, uh, like, three of the employees, I'm like, have you tried that? And they're like, no. <laughs> Good for you. They have deep-fried Twinkie on the boardwalk. You almost said deep, deep-fried deep Twinkie, which Petwinkie. is like a cross Petwinkie. between potato and Twinkie. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Too much potato well, in Irish festival talk here. Get your Patwinkie. So <laughs> wasn't somebody gonna have a uh, a burger with a uh, burger a burger or some sandwich with uh, two pieces of fried chicken as the bread? Oh, there was something like that at KFC uh, where the bread yeah. was the the. I think I don't know if it was a Two burger in the middle. Fried chicken, yeah, no, yeah. it was something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it had it had like bacon and 
Yeah. I don't know. But they it's, used it's, to have a pizza burger across the street till they redid their menu. Upper crust pizza. Yeah. Now it's lower crust pizza. So, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get back to Jake Tapper on this. Look at that. We completely derailed talking about mm-hmm. uh, about fake foods you can't buy at the Irish Fest. <laughs> um, my apologies to anybody with an Irish accent listening. I won't do it again. I, I probably will. So, anyway, so, so here Jake Tapper gets to, he starts talking about the Jeff Sessions thing. And basically, he took the opportunity in the New York Times interview to just humiliate his attorney general, because he because he recused himself over the Russia investigation. The most humiliating of the many belittlements in the interview was perhaps his personal rebuke of the first U.S. senator to ever publicly support him, the attorney general, Jeff Sessions, for being, quote, very unfair to him by recusing himself from the Russia investigation after it was revealed, of course, that Sessions had been, during his confirmation hearing, less than transparent about contacts he had had with Russian officials. And then giving the president zero heads up about it. Zero. So Jeff Sessions takes the job, gets into the job, recuses himself. I then have uh, which, which, frankly, I think is very unfair to the president. How do you take a job and then recuse yourself? If he would have recused himself before the job, I would have said, thanks, Jeff, but I can't, you know, I'm not going to take you. It's extremely unfair, and that's a mild word to the president. The- God damn it. And that's a mild word. It's extremely unfair. It's not fair. It's not fair. That's right. It's not fair. (laughs) Seriously, fuck off with your not fair bullshit. Are you an infant? Well. Yes. We uh, elected an infant. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Double God damn it. It reminds me of that. He reminds me of that uh, character on Saturday Night Live. You know, the man baby that's the uh, CEO of the company? No. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. see that one? Uh, no. no, I think I, I, I don't think I've oh, seen it. It's a classic. But, yeah. So, it's uh, a classic. Well, it's a guy, he comes in, you know, and he, he's talking like the CEO, but he comes in crawling in and he, he can't control his hands and his feet and he's slapping oh, everybody. Nice. It's ridiculous. But, well, but uh, yeah. I got a new, I just. Uh, I, I got a news flash for for Donald. News Trump. flash, you stupid fucking cock. Um, <laughs> it, it, it it doesn't always work out to be super fair when you're president. Oh, I, no. like I don't know when you were a birther and totally tried to do you did this racist, nasty trashing of our last human president. Constant, <laughs> constant trash. You know, was that fair? No. When it was a lie. You know, this is just, you know, somebody who's saying they don't serve just you. They serve the American people. And I don't trust Jeff Sessions as well. I could throw him pretty far. So I I trust him (laughs) because he's tiny. You know, don't throw Jeff Sessions. You could whip him like a little man frisbee and he'd just keep going. Do not throw Jeff Sessions, please. All right. Just for you. Thank you. So, uh, Isn't it, it funny though that that this news tonight about Jeff Sessions with the Russian thing mm-hmm. comes right after Trump publicly flogged him? Yeah, and and gives Trump a really good reason to fire him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that wow, mm-hmm. what a coinkydink, huh? 
So uh, you know what? And I got no love for Jeff Sessions. Everybody, don't 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 no. uh, don't don't get me wrong on this. Uh, I just it, s- think this says a lot about Trump and his his loyalty to the people mm. he's working for, and his in the loyalty his loyalty to the American people, which we all knew what it was. It was all about him, not about anybody else. That's why he's now talking about just uh, repeal and then replace later. With the the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. Uh, I do have to read a couple comments. I need to go back because uh, Snork uh, Snorky, hey Snorky's back, everybody. Um, it was the KFC Double Down sandwich, and it had chicken the the one that had uh, the the chicken for a bun, and it had chicken, bacon, cheese, sauce, chicken, bacon, chicken. It was messy. That's <laughs> what oh, he Lord. said. <laughs> and then uh, when I was taught, and he also had a comment about uh, the uh, Patwinkie. <laughs> um, he said, a potato with holes drilled through it, f- uh, fill the holes with bacon and cheese. That might be good. What? I think I'm going to give him an amen for that idea. Amen. Amen. Deep fry the shit out of that. Um, hey, just from listening to this, I'm going to have to eat salad for a week. You know Yeah, that, really. Right? Seriously. Like, so This mm. is like causing artery construction construction. I bet bet if you you had one of those KFC double downs it probably went something like this about two five minutes after you ate it (laughs) yeah (laughs) just nasty a couple hours later oh no terrible I'll buzz myself so two tiered buzzing system now on turn up the night it's the state of the art technology two tiered buzzing Uh, <laughs> so that chicken uh, sandwich, by the way, came with a medicated stint in the in the box. Yeah, it should. It's it like a toy yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, it was. Insert yourself. It said. Yeah. There so, were instructions. Uh, um, uh, I'm gonna get to a couple more of the tapper ones. I'm gonna have to skip the long one, I think, here. But uh, uh, here's the next one. Um, and yeah, this is uh, the, he has three uh GOP senators are, are trashing Trump over his. Just all-out stupidity of going after his own attorney general, um, you know. Uh, and uh, Susan Collins also came out. So four, three off the record, one on the record. Uh, uh, GOP senators are coming to Jake Tapper and, and saying this to him after the New York Times interview, where he trashed Sessions. I spoke with four Republican senators today to see what they thought about what the president said in this interview. One spoke to me on the record. The other three spoke to me on background because they didn't want their concerns to devolve into a food fight with President Trump. Oh, you Republican Senator number one told me, quote, I'm very disturbed that the president would throw Jeff Sessions under the bus. I think Sessions did the right thing ethically and the right thing legally. To undermine the attorney general is very bad form for the president. That senator continued. One gets the impression that the president doesn't understand or he willfully disregards the fact that the attorney general and law enforcement in general, they are not his personal lawyers to defend and protect him. Ding, ding, he has ding. his own personal lawyers. And of course, the White House has the White House Counsel's Office. The attorney general is America's top law enforcement official. It's unclear if he understands that. <laughs> and that's pretty disturbing. Again, that was a Republican senator. Again, we're hearing this from Fox News from Republican senators that this is just a man out of control. And you know what? There's a great Twitter uh, uh, hashtag going around right now. It was um, oh man, it was uh, Trump 
oh man, uh, I gotta find the hashtag because it, it was trending today. It was uh, Trump. Um, oh man, why isn't it? Why isn't it coming up now? It's really funny. It's like the name of uh, uh, oh Trump crime family is trending on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. And uh, but there's there's another one um, movie. There no. What what is it? It's uh oh. I'm sorry. It's it's it, the people are making names for movies, like of, of like Trump end of days uh, hashtag. <laughs> uh, I, I forget nice. what it is, but um. Anyway, what will it take till people are just like, oh my god, that president oh. is totally crazy? Here it is. It's Trump final days movie title. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there, somebody tweeted out orange face, and it has him looking like Scarface with the big <laughs> cocaine all over him. Um, Silence of the GOP is another one. Nice. The con man mm. always tweets twice. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> um, all good. A man for all treasons is a good one. Yeah. Uh, Trump oh, I like that. I like Trump that. and the giant impeachment. <laughs> uh, That's good. <laughs> plan- planet of the P tapes. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> so the swindler on the roof. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rage, raging, uh, raging bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the Bigly Trumpowski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, where's my czar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, no pardons for old man. <laughs> no. Guess who's coming to prison? <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's coming to prison? Uh, inherit the windbag. So <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, Tweedlejuice. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, there's some good ones. Good. Uh, People are clever out there. Uh, the uh, the Trump commandments. That one's not that good. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what is it going to take till people are like, he's totally lost his mind? Does he have to shave his head and get out of a limousine with no underwear on like Britney? Like, what has to happen? Well, for the 36%, Suze, here's what I think has to happen. Tomorrow morning, if he wakes up and he's either black or has a vagina, that'll do it. That'll do it. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah. that'll do it. Oh, that'll. They will turn on him. I just don't understand. They will like, turn on him. But oh, other than he that, gets uh, away with all this. Solid. I don't understand yeah. how he gets away with all this. Like half of this mm. would have had him committed. Like really in normal life, you know. He's just. I don't know. It's, I don't get it. It's fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't have uh, no. I have, I have time for one more of the Jake Tapper uh, clips. Um, uh, th- this is uh, only like twenty seconds long, but more from the GOP senators here. A second Republican senator told me, "Quote: I know Jeff Sessions to be a person of real integrity, which is why he recused himself. I don't think it's good for any president of the United States to undermine the federal judiciary." A third Republican senator told me, "Quote." If you're Jeff Sessions, it's got to be tough to come to work the next day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got. He could have stopped at to come to work the next day. If you're Jeff Sessions, it's got to be tough. Yeah. Uh, true. True. I'll tell you what. Uh, there's a there's a super long one that I'm gonna skip over that we might save for for later. But I do have one one last one uh, because Tapper basically kept 
just covering the GOP responses, and uh, this one's only 25 seconds long, so let's hear that, and then we'll go to the break and get P.S. Mueller on. Senator Susan Collins, Republican of Maine, is the only senator who would go on the record. She is not one of the other three senators I referred to. She said, quote, it would be catastrophic if the president were to fire the special counsel. Mr. President, these are Republican senators, some of whom are considered strong supporters of yours, all of whom want you to succeed. And their message to you on this issue is cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. So, uh, yeah, there you go, you dumbass. Um, yeah, time to change. <laughs> time to change. Buddy. Time to change. Uh, cut it out or I'm going to stop this car. I'm going to slap you out of the presidency, Trump. Oh, that would be great. So uh, anyway, there we go. Uh, uh, we, we're out of time. we got to go ahead and hit the break. And, of course, when we come back, P.S. Mueller will be on with us. He has new and improved Skype, everybody. I don't think I have to hang up on everybody and call him. Isn't that exciting? Oh, my goodness. We, th- that was another uh, reason why we were kind of late getting on, because <gasps> he called me. He called me at the start of the show. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with me, Susan, Joe, and, of course, P.S. Mueller, right after this. Don't you go nowhere. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now... On with the show. He declared his love so many times, I'm surprised he didn't pull the back of his shirt up to show us his MAGA tramp stamp. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back, sir. Hi all. Hello, hello. Uh, is it is it sweltering there? 
It is. It's awful. Yeah. You know what they say? It's not the heat. It's the humididdy. It's a humididdy. It's a humididdy. <laughs> you're right. And, of course, that other voice you're hearing f- sitting in for rain while she takes the night off, well, it's uh, the prettiest girl in Cleveland. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. <laughs> it's uh, the Suze sitting here. Thank you, Suze. Are you having fun? I'm, I'm having fun. And I know that Joe loves me, as does he love everyone in the chat room. Yes. We all love everyone so much. We're all going to go get drunk and get tramp stamps uh, from... <laughs> of something uh, we're gonna get tramp stamps of p.s mueller cartoons on our backs later oh, so cute so oh, that uh, would be great <laughs> and speaking of which pete are you there brother what uh-oh oh no no what it didn't let he? me add pete hang on let me let me try and add him back into the call see what happens i know we we had him earlier oh man it's not let me do it he got the new skype and he called me earlier but it's not working so hang on one second joe i gotta give uh, pete a quick call so uh i'll get you right back forthwith okay okay all right so my apologies, everybody, but hey, I'm not. At least I'm not alone here. The the Suze is here. Uh, with I imagine us. them bouncing around on the internet while you try to find yes. them. So like, I just imagine them like softballs bouncing about. Yes. And you're just trying to catch them, and they're like, oh no. Yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, J- uh, Pete, you're with us now, right? There he is. I am. You are. Well, give me one second because we got to do this me? thing. I got to reset this uh, audio program to get your guys' volume up. So we're going to have like five seconds of silence, everybody. Don't panic. We'll be right back and we'll play Pete's jingle. So hang tight. Hey, what happened? Sure, you can all hear us now. And of course, uh, welcome back, Joe and Pete. You're both there, right? Mm-hmm. We are. Excellent. All right, Mr. Mueller, here is your jingle, sir. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. (laughs) Excuse me, please. I know you. I know you. All right, Pete, uh, it's quite a week. (laughs) <laughs> One brief warning. Yes. If we if, if the power goes out, I'm out uh, because uh, we have we we've had this like mm, freight train of storms coming through uh, over the past several days. And, uh, well, the, the entire area is in a, under a flash flood warning, and there's mm-hmm. another whopper just about to hit. A whopper. So, uh, a whopper. A well, rogue strangler. We will do. Uh, we, we we will take you for as long as Mother Nature permits, Pete. But don't risk It'll your life. It'll probably be no problem. Don't yeah, risk your life for lightning cra- flashing or hitting you. Yeah. So Susan's here, Pete. In case you didn't recognize that voice, Susan's sitting in for rain tonight. Hello. Hello. It's Friday night. Woo woo. It is. It's Friday, Friday night. night. <laughs> and, uh, and instead of going out dancing, we're all hanging out with Kenny Pick. Yes. Yes. All, that's because yes. you know he's cool. Yes. He not well, maybe figuratively, but not literally at this moment because the hate's killing me. Um, uh, the hate's the yeah. Not a big fan here. Actually, it's it's cool and cooling down here. We we've, we've got some fans going. But what's funny is like all the cats were in here with us a few moments ago. And now they're not. And I think it's cooler because now all five of us are not in the same room. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people in a sa- in the same room. Two human of- two human people and two cat people. Or three well, cat three cat, three cat people, people wearing fur coats. And yeah, I know. They're not panting, so they can't be that hot. No, they're not. I think they prefer to hang out with you than be in the cooled basement. You should have seen the doctor draped over my Marshall amp uh, earlier. He was just like, you oh. know, all legs hanging off the sides and everything. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a good thing to see. Cat yeah. draping. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, know, I, you know, when the lightning hits, uh, if, if it's sufficiently loud and close, uh, both of ours immediately uh, cover on uh, they, they they pile on to on top of Deb, <laughs> pin her to the ground, you know, and uh, because they know she's the source of all safety. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yes, she is. Yeah, yeah they, they the our cats usually run in here and run under my desk. Well, you know, Timby runs under my desk if there's thunder because he's like, yeah, I know I'm safe here. And then the cats, the older cats, look at us like. You got this under control, and um, then Jero Jero just kind of like jumps and runs because yeah. she doesn't know that we've protected them through lots of storms. Well, July's a rose. She's only what, like four? Yeah, she's just she so she she's she's still Baby. coming around. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all right, well, Pete, welcome to the show. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight. I, I think I want to change gears because we've been talking about that New York Times interview uh, for so goddamn long. Um, oh. Yeah, I want to play. So now we're going to talk about spicy or what? No, well, we talked about Spicer at the beginning. I think I, I want to. Uh, we're, we're probably going to wait to talk about him more until he announces his next new job. And I, I actually, um, uh, I, I think I might. I, I think he's going to be a drywall installer. No, actually, I, I already. I, 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 you know what? I think you're wrong because I think this is uh, his next job right here. There is a pestilence upon this land. Nothing is sacred. Even those who arrange and design shrubberies are under considerable economic stress at this period in history. Did you say shrubberies? Yes. Shrubberies are my trade. I am a shrubber. My name is Roger the Shrubber. I arrange, design, and sell shrubberies. I have it on good authority. He's officially changing his name to Roger Spicer. <laughs> the Shrubber. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's okay. going to sell spices, though. Oh. Yeah. There's a yeah, I understand. Spices. Yeah, McCormick might give him a shot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I remember Soupy Sale pronounced it Shrubney. Shrubney. <laughs> so there you go. That's kind of like how you uh, say uh, hummadiddy, or what? What did you? Is that how you said it, Joe? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, hum, it's, it's not. It's not hum-a-diddy. right. It's not the heat. It's the hummadiddy. It's the yeah. hummadiddy. Yeah. It's so, the hum-a-diddy. Uh, all right. Well, I have a, kind of an oddball story here um, that I want to play for everybody, and um, I found this late last night before um, I, you know, wrapped up, uh, you know, our uh, our show prep and everything. And this is from MoveOn.org. They're running a video. It, on the in, on their Twitter page, I think they put it out about I don't know about a day and a half ago, uh, and it's a woman whose name is uh, Fabienne Ch- Chalet, who runs um, a, 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 a like a magical Las Vegas bus party bus company and limo service in in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they they rec- made this video of her, and she voted for Trump. This makes me so fucking mad. 
she voted for Trump. And uh, let me just play this and then I'll recap if you don't fully understand what this is about. But this is Move On's video um, of Fabienne Chalet. Fabienne Chalet. And uh, yeah, listen to this. I voted for Donald J. Trump and I'm not very happy about the repealing of Obamacare. I'm going to pause it right there. I voted for Donald Trump, and I'm not happy about the repealing of Obamacare. Fuck you. She's an idiot. Fuck <laughs> you in the fucking stupid, fucked up fucking horse you fucking rode in on. Because you voted for a man <laughs> who said that he was going to fucking repeal Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, what have you. You know, in, in the sad piano music they put in there? Move on! What the fuck are you doing? I don't fucking care about this Trump cult. Oh, and by the way... Oh, no, no I'm going to play you the rest of the video, or rest of the audio for this. I shouldn't, but I'm going to. Let me just start over. I voted for Donald J. Trump, and I'm not very happy about the repealing of Obamacare. My name is Fabian Shalai, and I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I've been here for 14 years. I own a transportation company with my husband, John, and we do provide transportation for passengers in town or out of town in luxury buses. It concerns me to lose the Obamacare altogether. My husband and myself have been embracing the insurance that was provided through the exchange, the Obamacare, (laughs) making healthcare affordable for ourselves and uh, his medication also is extremely inexpensive. We have good coverage and we really like it. So it's scary to see it go away. We have been helped with peace of mind, knowing that if anything was to happen, we have coverage. Our deductible is extremely low. The medication is extremely affordable. It's just peace of mind to have some kind of coverage that we can afford. Shut up! Series in this. (laughs) Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! Well, Fabienne Chalet, of course, you know, uh, Cat, then why the fuck did you vote for him? Cat says in the chat, why did you vote for him? We've uh, we've grown accustomed to this this wonderful health coverage that we've gotten, and I voted for Trump. And and, and that's where I say that that there's a problem with not being educated enough, because obviously when it's the number one thing that Trump ran on to appeal Obamacare, and then people that used Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act voted for him anyway, you weren't aware of what he was running under. You were thinking Republican help people that are rich so her clients would get helped. But she, she's not not educated enough. It, I think so. And what to, to me, though, is, you know, oh, yeah, sure, small business owner. We run a luxury transportation service and we really, really like the Affordable Care Act. And now it's taken away, so we might not have as huge a profits. Uh, my husband John and I might not have as huge a profits if we have to, you know. Uh, that's insane. It's all insane. Joe, talk me off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> this is so made me I, so fucking mad when I saw this. Me and my husband John were so disappointed because we 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 voted for Trump and did not realize he was uh, fat and orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's how blatant uh, you know, uh, to, it was to be fair you know you might have 
you know, a, a, a couple or a few luxury buses and a business and this and that. But, you know, your margin at the end of the year might be pretty damn small. True. You got to pay those buses off. You got to yeah. pay people to drive them. You have expenses up and insurance up the gazooty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just because you're renting luxury buses doesn't mean you're living a luxury life. Understood. Exactly. And that's the point I was going to make is not only is this person like they think because they have things, they're rich. They don't necessarily have things like when you drive a car off the lot, it it devalues 60 percent. It's not like they have real wealth. They're just throwing around some expensive things to people that also want to spend lots of money to look fancy with a limousine. I mean, you right. know, I mean, and they think thing. they have yeah. money at the end of the year. Well, that's great, right. but that's not real wealth. I don't think it's real well, wealth. Well, I, I, I do want to say uh, this. Um, I, I took it upon myself to find Fabienne Chalet's Facebook page. <laughs> I, uh, I did a, uh, one of those. Uh, don't do a Google church. I did. Google church. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm going to Google church this Sunday. Um <laughs> Uh, Fabian Chalet um, shared a link yesterday at 4.34 p.m. 50-year-old Haiti official slated to testify against Clinton Foundation corruption next next week found dead in Miami with gunshot to the head from (laughs) 100%fedup.com. <laughs> okay, uh, so so there's one, there's one. So it's obviously Hillary Clinton is still uh, assassinating people, like you know nobody's business. Yeah, yeah of course. Well. Um, and uh, let me see. I, I, I knew there was another one, but she's got all this like Hillary Clinton hatred. Yeah, here we go. Justin, man linked to Hillary Clinton, Hillary investigation found dead. What's your response from conservativefighters.com? Mm. Oh my god. And I bet they hid the body on Mars. Oh yeah, right with Vince Foster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or, yeah, next to Vince Vince Foster's uh, Martian grave. Um. Uh. Yeah. And uh. You know. And there's. You know. And then there's this. Uh. She. She posted a picture of like. Uh. Somebody who has like all these facial tattoos and lip rings and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um. It says I can't get a job because Trump is a racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, shared conservative one hundred and one's photo. So she's still a Trump lover, and she's still like feeding into these bullshit, you know, uh, anti, you know, uh, Democrat, Democratic Party, uh, you know, narratives, anti-liberal, whatever. But she fucking has the nerve to go on to move on. And, you know, yes, I'll have this interview with you. Oh yes, I voted for Trump, and I'm disappointed that he's doing away with something he said he would do away with. God damn these people! What is wrong with them? <laughs> oh, so they're anyway. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she she thinks that she has a lot of money because she's got a limousine, and she thinks she has a lot of money because. Rich people pay her once a year to run around in her limousines, and she thinks she's the 1%. She doesn't think she's the well, 99%, I, and it's a shame. That's well, that's what I think. Well, I, I don't know about that. I think she's trying to she's trying to pretend, or she's she voted for Trump because she thought she could become part of that. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, but now it's like, uh, I'm very disappointed. 
that Donald Trump is going to do something he said he would do. <laughs> God damn it. Seriously, These are the people that we're supposed to uh, start paying attention and getting in touch with. Yes, that's right, Joe. We really need to reach out to them. We need yeah, to we have to reach out, out to these people and shake them. Shake and we need them to say, make sure on the first Tuesday in November they have a ton of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That they couldn't mm-hmm. possibly ever vote. Yes. It, so the only outreach I'm feeling right now is this. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. God damn. We need rain. God. Here. Seriously, I mean, really, I like, tell that was a Tyson chicken you were punching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, how'd you guess? I, I just knew. Nice. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, I had to play that. And fuck you, move on for giving this woman a platform. She doesn't deserve it. Are you really that desperate? You're gonna go find somebody and not vet them and not realize they're a batshit crazy lunatic who's posting every fucking right wing conspiracy theory about it that still can't get over Hillary Clinton. Still, you know, uh, I mean, and and they're crying about possibly losing the Democrats' health care plan. Oh, oh, God. Oh, seriously. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to calm my silly ass down right now, everybody. Uh, you know uh, you know who could help me calm my silly ass down right now? Who? Maya Not Rudolph. Me. Maya Rudolph. Oh. Funny, funny woman. Maya Rudolph was on Seth Meyers the other day, and she, she apparently does a an Ivanka Trump uh, impression. <laughs> like there's nothing she can't do yeah it's uh it, it's really funny it's really fun but yeah so it, and this, this is a like a minute long clip but here here we go well what i was gonna save this for the end of the program but uh it, it feels right to play it now you have a take on ivanka trump well i have <laughs> i've been noticing actually our good friend amy puller was the one that pointed it out to me lately she sent she sent um like uh, one of her many interviews where she was talking about something. Oh, it was when she said she wasn't involved in, she doesn't get involved in politics. Yeah, Because that makes sense. Yeah, she's not involved in politics. No, well, they're politics. Yeah. Because that makes sense, too. Like, you're you're an an advisor advisor to to the president. president. But not into politics. We get it. Sure. We get it. But she pointed out, she was like, there's a lot of whispering going on. And so I noticed, like, she was like, through her teeth, that she, like, kind of talks like she has, like, a... She has like a sexy secret. <laughs> She's like always talking like she works in a lingerie store a little bit. Like, <laughs> if you want to get the matching panties, you can get them, but they're $14.95. Also, don't quote stuff that's real, because that just makes you look really stupid. <laughs> and then everything was like a grin. Like, I'm sorry, do you have a sexy secret? <laughs> It's fun. It's fun to have it's, someone around you know who has. A it's fun to have yeah. a sexy secret. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, the, the, when she was talking, the, when she was saying that the panties will cost you twelve ninety nine, uh, she was like doing uh, Quote air fingers. quotes. So yeah, yeah. So you know, apparently she quotes things that are real. So, <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, we we need to give an amen to uh, Maya Rudolph amen. for that. There we go. Amen. Yep. So uh, yeah, that was wonderful. That was absolutely wonderful. That, that was excellent. I wish also, there was I would more. Point out I, that Ivanka's mouth is smaller than her teeth. Uh, yeah, her mouth, all the Trump kids—they—they, they, it's yeah, like yeah, small. It's yeah, their mouths are bigger on the inside, like a TARDIS. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta see if I have the TARDIS sound effect. <laughs> now, if a Trump sh- if a Trump kid uh, shows up in uh, oh, oh I, well, I do have the uh, um, the Republic TARDIS jingle. I haven't used this in forever. The Republic TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. I do not like this, and I am. I do not like <laughs> green eggs. I'm gonna be a heck of a good president. I don't think so. That is that is an old thing that doesn't even uh, it, it just doesn't work for anything anymore. <laughs> it's just my only TARDIS uh, clip I had. Uh, but seriously, yeah, their Dr. mouths are, are tiny, tiny, tiny mouths. They are. It's like shoving a, a bunch of clothespins in an undeflated balloon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't figure it out. It's like yeah. maybe they should have some <laughs> some teeth removed or something to make it all fit. Those teeth but- cost Fat Daddy a pretty penny. Oh, I know that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, or you know, like aliens are like, pretty. All pennies are no, pretty because they have li- they have sexy out. they have sexy Lincoln on them. That's why. I'm sorry. What yeah, you they, say? You know, I, I could see Trump saying, "You know, it's, it's not about the money. I don't care about the money. It's the pennies." <laughs> you know? uh, uh, looks like he buys his suits at pennies. <laughs> oh, those baggy things. I think well, he's obviously having them altered every week as he as he gains cake, you know. <laughs> yeah. That was really good chocolate cake, though, Pete. It was really yeah. good. Can can really? we tell you about the chocolate cake? He's gonna tell you about the chocolate cake. Well, yeah. Oh. Believe me. Believe me. Believe me. Uh, two two pieces of chocolate cake, eight scoops of ice cream. <laughs> Everybody else ice water. So. <laughs> He looks like he, like he gets his his suits at uh, Duluth Trading. <laughs> you know they're like too big. It's, it's, they're made by Dickies. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can make, at Gander Mountain, he goes Su- suits by Dickies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. On that note, we we gotta go to the break. Uh, but of course, uh, Adam Hebert is gonna be on reverse call in and. Uh, Pete, you and I are going to step back a little bit and let, uh, uh, of course, Joe, Susan, and Adam Hebert talk about the the new Doctor Who news. Uh, and we're also going to... Sh- should we bring up Twin Peaks, or should we save that for Saturday? Twin Peaks? No, we're not going to talk about Twin Peaks tonight. Okay. So, unless Pete wants to I'll talk. hold you to that. All right. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and uh, uh, hit the break right now. Green News Report coming up, everybody, of course. Uh, name calling uh and uh birthdays if you got them let us know and uh of course adam hebert on reverse calling we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this you're listening to turn up the night with kenny pig it gave the americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country indymediaweekly.com worldwide okay It's Thursday, July 20, 2017. Climate change is real. 
It is a threat to organized human existence. California legislature extends landmark cap-and-trade program, but... I think the lungs of people in California are actually more important than the market. Environmental justice groups say it's not enough. Trump administration reopens the U.S. Arctic for offshore drilling. Plus, do you remember how hot June was? It was so hot that planes were grounded. They couldn't fly. June was the third hottest on record globally. And 2017 is already breaking records. All of those broken records and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snark. Comment. It is a threat to organized human existence. Maybe not in my life. I'll be dead. But a lot of you people are going to be alive. Don't threaten me, Jerry Brown. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desiree, you've got an update on the small and disorganized (laughs) tropical storm Dawn. Yes, as we reported in our last episode, the completely coincidentally named tropical storm Dawn is now weakening in the Caribbean as forecast. But now, also completely coincidentally, the next storm that forms in the Pacific will be called Tropical Storm Hillary. (laughs) Man. I kid you not. Um, Don't get excited about it. I think it will never pan out. Just saying. Ouch. Meanwhile, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration announced this week that June 2017 was the third hottest June ever recorded for the planet. Plus, so far, the first half of 2017 is already the second hottest globally, second only to 2016. Now, scientists say that is remarkable in the absence of an El Nino to boost global temperatures. 2017 so far is beating all previous record years except for the super El Nino year of 2016. So were it not for the El Nino last year, which always makes it a little bit warmer, this would definitely be the hottest year on record, at least to date. Yeah, probably. Hey, fantastic news. In California, after a bruising battle and some horse trading with the oil industry, the California state legislature this week passed major bipartisan legislation to extend the state's landmark cap-and-trade system through 2030. It caps carbon emissions from polluting industries that cause global warming and allows them to trade permits to pollute. During the intense negotiations, California's Governor Jerry Brown laid out the stakes in stark and blunt terms. You're going to see mass migrations, vector diseases, forest fires, uh, Southern California burning up. That's real, guys. This isn't for me. I'm going to be dead. It's for you. It's for you, and it's damn real. Well, he is 79 years old. Yes, he is. But major environmental justice groups say that Governor Brown gave away too many concessions to the state's powerful oil industry and that the bills won't do enough to meet California's ambitious targets or cut pollution. That's according to R.L. Miller, elected chair of the state Democratic Party's Environmental Caucus and founder of the grassroots group Climate Hawks Vote in an interview with the broadcast. The problem with it is that the people who live next to the refineries Mm -hmm. in California have correctly pointed out that this is not doing a darn thing to make their lives any better. And the simple fact that the bill will not enable us to meet our 2030 goals. Nonetheless, whether it is enough, whether it is good enough, it is good to see states taking action on their own. And it should be noted 
This was a bipartisan effort that passed the California state legislature with two-thirds of the vote in both houses. Yes, and of course the devil is always in the details, but these are the kinds of policy debates that we need to be having so that voters can make informed choices about the challenges we have ahead. Now let's go back to fighting about whether climate change even exists or not. The Trump administration is, of course, moving in the opposite direction. The Interior Department is reopening U.S. Arctic waters for offshore drilling, granting new permits to an Italian oil company to drill in Alaska's Beaufort Sea, learning nothing, apparently, from Shell Oil's tragic comedy of errors in its failed attempt to drill in the harsh extremes of the Arctic just a few years ago. Well, maybe this will be even funnier. Why is that? Well, Italian accents, even funnier when they run aground. (laughs) Finally, the CEO of one of the country's largest railroads, Hunter Harrison of CSX, told analysts this week that his company won't be buying any new rail cars for transporting fossil fuels. That's because he says, quote, fossil fuels are dead. He says they're not going to go away overnight, but he sees no future for it in the long term. Wow. Fossil fuels are dead? Yep. Glad to hear it. And not a moment too soon. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, it's This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! He declared his love so many times, I'm surprised he didn't pull the back of his shirt up to show us his MAGA tramp stamp. Oh, that's right. Uh, Thank you, uh, Rick Wilson, for your uh, uh, hate and loathing of the uh, all things uh, Trump cult. That's good. He's a... Uh, follow Rick Wilson on Twitter until you know the next Democrat gets elected, then unfollow him. Uh, right, <laughs> that's pre- pretty much where we are. Is follow all the the yeah. never Trumpers now, and then ditch them when uh, when you know we we get uh, uh, some wins. Um, but of course, welcome back to the program, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi, I'm sorry to tell you this, but there's two more breaking stories tonight. Oh, son of a sailor man. What do you Uh-oh. got? I'm going to start with the glass. Uh, uh, apparently, um, uh, Jared uh, found 77 new undisclosed uh, sources of income uh, oh, on oh. his revised financial form. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jared and, Kushner, um, the, the oh, president's okay, okay. son-in-law, everyone. Yeah, 77 yeah. new uh, he, he, just like he just suddenly remembered a hundred what Russian contacts or foreign 
contacts he yeah. had, right? Uh, it was, you know, where'd all, where'd all this money come from? Oh, I forgot. All right. Oh, yeah. So and, uh, uh, we chalk it up to, uh, uh, oh, what do we say? Uh, you know. Hey, what happened? Yeah. And Paul Manafort Jr. and uh, Don Jr. are now refusing to go in front of the house panel on Wednesday. Oh, wait, Paul Manafort? You said Paul Manafort. Paul, Ju- Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. And, and Don, Don Jr. Trump Jr. Right. Oh, are, wow. Are going to appear in the Senate committee now. Oh, wow. my goodness. That, we, that was the show we were all waiting for. Not anymore. Subpoena. <laughs> subpoena. So we need some su- fucking subpoena action here, Does everybody. that mean I can get that champagne out of the fridge? Um, not yet. Oh, uh-huh. Not yet. We're, we've been sitting on this champagne since uh, New Year's. Uh, but anyway, P.S. Mueller, Madison, Wisconsin. Check out psmueller.com for all things Mueller, not Mueller. No. Mueller. That's right. In the so, perfect uh, German, something like Mueller. Mueller. Uh, and, uh, of course, last but definitely not least, sitting here right beside me in Studio SB. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. The Suze. Aw, shucks. Aw. So, thank you for filling in for rain tonight, Suze. We appreciate it. Yeah, I don't spend enough time with y'all. Yeah, no. uh, well, you know, yeah. the we've got this dual mic set up. We only have one mute button, though, so if one of us coughs... You can't hear either one of us. And I'm so. drinking tea and whiskey, so I won't have to cough too much. That's the whole plan. See? Um, but I, I'm used to like a five-minute delay, so usually I laugh like five minutes too late. That's and right. And Ken thinks something is funny that it wasn't it's what not, I was laughing at. It's not five like, minutes. Oh. It's only like 30 seconds, really. Is it 30 seconds? Yeah. Maybe a minute, depending there's, on your buffering. There's, there's just always some confusion, yeah. and it's like, I like being in real live time. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, do the name calling. I'm going to do the name calling tonight, everybody. So, uh, we're going to go. All uh, right, let's get straight to the biscuits. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Find out. We've got a lovely chat room tonight, everybody. Uh, Mr. Adam Hebert, who will be on with us shortly on Reverse Call In. Uh, of course, Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio heard every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. He's going to come on and talk about the new Doctor Who momentarily with joe and the Sues. uh i'm kind of out of the loop used to watch doctor who but I, I might have a few things to say about it pete are you a doctor who fan at all or no uh you know i never caught the loop never never caught that doesn't, that the doesn't fever. mean i wouldn't be or the yeah. but i've never really um you know i was somewhere else when that began sure sure so all right from the television i so, was right. i am a fan i don't get the tom baker stuff but okay. <laughs> she likes the new stuff. She, I like she's the a new David stuff. Tennant. They're good uh, gal. stories. Followed all the Torchwood. Well, I mean, all right. let I me. Love it. Can I get to the chat room? Yeah. Um, so Adam Ebert, Francie is here. Francie. Francie. Uh, Francie. Jay, <laughs> Jay Colley, uh, Jules K. Frazier is here. Our good friend Cat, yeah. uh, regular contributor. Yeah, uh, my dad, Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Say hi to Dad. Hi, Mr. Pick, Mr. Pick, Mr. Pick. So we'll say hi, Dad. You can call him Dad. Hi, Dad. I can call there him Dad. Go. Oh, thank you. We've been married for almost 20 years. <laughs> you can do that. He's the only Dad I have. And, uh, oh. Uh, living on Long Island is here as well. Uh, meow Goodness. 
Michelle and Miles in South Florida. Thank you, both of you, for uh, helping us out on last Tuesday's show while Joe is out. And, of course, I'll be speaking to both of them tomorrow since they are regular co-hosts on Mike Check Radio. I think I'm running the show tomorrow on Mike Check Radio. Um, as far as I know, that's what I'm doing. Moon Mare uh, is here as well. Peter in San Francisco. Yay. Hello, Governor. I know he loves it when I do... Uh, British accents. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, governor. It's mm. Piccadilly Circus. Uh, so, uh, President is also here. Uh, Scooter Cans. Snorky is yeah, back. He's back, back for the attack. Mother lovers. <laughs> and uh, Theo, of course. Theo uh, is probably... I, I got to talk to Adam about it, but I think Theo is going to give us a movie review tomorrow on Ooh. Mike Check Radio. Tim Cormall, again, holding in my greasy little claw, uh, f- uh, a fan. Well, uh, t- uh, what, what were you calling them? Uh, mad liberals? A mad lib written by a liberal? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have Tim's uh, handcrafted mad lib here. Of course, Miles and Michelle were the two who broke the, uh, the ice with their uh, uh, listener mad libs. And uh, Tim Cormel followed suit. We have a very fun one from him tonight. Again, right here. Printed out so I don't fuck things up. And uh, last but definitely not least, Trojan Rabbit. Uh, we might have something new coming down the pipeline uh, with yeah. Trojan Rabbit uh, uh, for programming here on Ooh. Indie Media Weekly. We, we, we've been talking. We've been talking in the shadows. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Sounded like George W. Bush there. Talking in the shadow. Talking in the shadows. I looked into his soul. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, thank you, everybody. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been uh, kind of negligent looking to see if anybody has any birthdays. Birthdays. Um, I don't see them, but please, please let me know if I uh, missed anything uh, for birthdays. And uh, we'll, we'll give you a shout out before the, uh, the program is out. But uh, in the interim, we're going to go ahead and get uh, Mr. Adam Hebert on reverse call-in. Here we go. Hello. All right. There we go. Uh, We're still dialing him up, but he is there now with us. Hello, Mr. Hebert. I don't know why you're on speakerphone, but hello. I don't know why I'm on speakerphone either, but hello. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Because iPhones do what they want to do. There you go. I didn't do it. Sorry about that. Uh, it's all right. So you're commuting right now. We we got you early for uh, reverse calling. No, no, no. You didn't get me early. We we uh we had to do a quick errand. Oh no problem. So so otherwise we'll say- I would have been on time. Yeah no no problem. Say hi to everybody. Uh hi Joe, hi Pete. Hi. Hello. And hello, Susan. Hello. And of course, hi, Kenny. So, uh, yes, uh, thank you very much. So, uh, I'm not going to have a That's lot to say on this, but you, of course, had a, uh, a Facebook post the other day about some uh, white smoke. What was that? What was that? White, white smoke, smoke at the BBC. The new doctor has been chosen. That's yeah, right. Awesome. Tell, tell us who the new doctor uh, re- replacing Peter Capaldi will be uh, after he regenerates. Yes, the new doctor is. Do we have a Do we have a drum roll that I can borrow? Um, I can. You know, if you give me. No, no, no. I have a drum roll. Susan's, Susan's like uh, hitting the uh, hitting the arm of her chair. Here you go. New 
doctor is Jody Whitaker, who you may have seen in Broadchurch. Hmm. Oh, I watched Broadchurch. The British I version. Love, yeah, yeah, the, the British the, the, version. The good, the good version. Yeah. Because wasn't Doctor no. wasn't wasn't David Tennant in there? He was in both. He was mm-hmm. in both. Yeah, right. he was both. Yes, I, I I'm a huge Broadchurch fan. Uh, the second season, I haven't seen the third season yet, but the 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 first season was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know what? In retrospect, I should have probably had Jodie Whittaker um on my short list because um she's been working with Chris Chibnall for you know years on Broadchurch and he's the one taking over as showrunner okay. so you know I I can't believe I never thought hey what about Jodie Whittaker you know but you know we all had our fantasies you know some people wanted it to be a uh, Idris Elba sure what would she uh, do what'd she do Id- no Idris Elba was uh, he was um, uh, Heimdall in Thor he was also the captain of the ship in Prometheus. Oh, he yeah. was also the the jerk boss that came along. Is he like, supposed to be the next James Bond? Oh, uh, it, it was talked about, but uh, I don't think that's happening because uh, uh, what's his name sticking around? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. I want to throw some comments on Peter Cataldo, whatever it is. Peter Capaldi, you, Capaldi. Capaldi. When you when I when you have a chance when if you want me to talk about that well, well but it's up to you let adam wrap up what he okay, was saying go ahead. well uh, like i said i'm excited uh you know uh, i know some people have been waiting for this and of course some people are like it's not enough you know like anita sarkeesian who john loves to hate on really wrote this editorial where she's where she basically said that if the doctor isn't regenerating as a black trans woman it doesn't count it's like <laughs> you know well steps steps people yeah I, I i get where people are coming from with that that but you know um i'm looking forward to the doctor running around and being female and doing some sciencey stuff and talking about numbers i don't understand and then saying run and running and it's gonna be great it's gonna be great okay it's sure awesome. good about it because i have to say i'm not a big fan of peter <laughs> oh uh, well what did you think of, uh well uh matt smith were you a fan how did I was you like not that big of a fan of matt smith but i watched it all anyway because the storyline was good who did you he like better certain I, of course i love david Tennant. who did you no no who did you like better between smith and capaldi smith Obviously. Oh. He didn't get right. I, I like Capaldi. Happened. I like Capaldi better, but I haven't watched. But you stopped watching. I stopped watching all of it. You and you know why you stopped watching? Because I do a radio network. And no, because he <laughs> ran out. Because he ran out in the middle of like um, a stadium with dinosaurs in it playing guitar. I didn't even see that like, one. Oh, make it stop. I didn't I even see that like, one. You didn't like that I turned it off mid show. I, I was like it. this is it. I've watched anyway. all All right. All right. Well, we're this is about talking about the new Doctor Who. But so I, I started watching some some of his episodes to catch up before I heard Doctor Who was going to be female. So I I'm heard, excited. I heard the the writing for me started off very slow uh, when Capaldi took over. I did watch a fair amount of the Matt Smith stuff and I I enjoyed some of it. Um, but um, 
we we need to get back to the topic at hand though and okay. joe since you're a fan uh and adam asked you to, if you could come on his show tomorrow you can't you have a prior obligation i want to get your take on the the new doctor who i'm thrilled and uh we've been we've been calling this for a long time me and my wife uh we thought this is a great idea uh long overdue uh and and i am the oldest doctor who fan here by <laughs> far mm-hmm. i go all the way back to william hartnell oh the very wow. first <laughs> well how are you watching well, how are you watching the the first one uh, uh you know well, william that, hartnell? well i i i, I uh I started watching Doctor Who in the Tom Baker era. Oh, what on PBS yeah, in, on in your PBS? neck of the woods? Right, yeah. right. Okay. About the time Tom Baker came along, PBS start running a lot of the Monty Python, a lot of the BBC mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Are you being serious? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I watched back around then too. Yeah. Right. Uh, who was that guy? Uh, uh, ben? Somebody? Yeah, the comedian. Um, can't admit it, Joe. <clears throat> At that age, we would watch anything <clears throat> with the word sci-fi attached. That's true. Or BBC. Yeah, or BBC is right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but but after, you know, Tom Baker and everything, um, I did go back and look at, I wanted to see The Roots. So I've, I've seen every episode from the time that are, are available. Some of them mm-hmm. were destroyed by the BBC, by the way. True. Mm-hmm. Some of them only have audio. Yeah. But, good one BBC. Huh? It's a good one BBC. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but they do it like some of them they have audio only, you know, things like that. Yeah. But anyway, going back to William Hartnell, um I've seen everyone that's available all the way up until now. And I gotta tell you, Tom Baker is still my favorite. <laughs> He was the longest standing doctor. Uh, to me, he was the gold standard of the doctor. And um, if you saw William Hartnell when, when, when the first, little known fact, by the way, the premiere of Doctor Who was to happen on November 23rd, 1963. Okay. Yes. Mm. Now, think about that. That was the day after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. That's right. And they actually had to delay it because of news specials that the BBC were running on the assassination and everything. Oh, sure. So they actually put it off uh, until later. And uh, But that was a, a very interesting that uh, it, it was marked at a very distinct time in history. Yeah. Uh, but William Hartnell, uh, William Hartnell uh, was sort of like it was like they were floundering what they were going to do with the character. Mm-hmm. But he sort of set the standard because everybody after him sort of kept certain traditions, like except for Tom Baker, only two they would only be there two years and then move on. You know yeah. things like that. Was Hartnell the celery star? Uh, Hartnell was the first one. No, 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 oh, the no. One. The very first one, and then. Uh, I, but I have a soft spot for two and three. Of course, Patrick Troughton and um, John. Yeah. John Pertwee. Uh, but I, I love Tom Baker as well. Yeah, Pertwee was was interesting because he 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 was uh, sentenced to stay on Earth. 
He couldn't yeah. go anywhere. It was kind of like the James Bond era of Doctor Who, really. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah. all and gadgety, was... and he had cars and shit. And... <laughs> gadgety. And that's where they, they brought in Unit, you yes. know, and and all that. That all came in, you know. Was that the robot, uh, dog? So... Well, no, 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 no. Sue's... You, no way, Sue. That, that was K-9. <laughs> K-9. K-9. The robot dog was K-9. K-9 started in Tom Baker, uh, oh. during Tom Baker's era. Uh, and who? What was the actor's name? Adam, who came after Tom Baker, the the blonde guy with the celery stock. That's who Susan was referring to earlier. Um, oh, that was David. oh, John Davis. Oh, was that? Yeah, John Davidson, the one with the uh, rugby. No. Uh, no, it wasn't John, was it? I can go get my action figure. Was it Peter uh, Davidson? <laughs> Peter Davis. Yeah, Peter Davis. Peter Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and by the way, did you guys know that? Um, uh, your doctor, what's his name? David um, Tennant. David Tennant. Is, he's married to uh, Davidson's daughter. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who played David Tennant's daughter? His daughter. His daughter. Oh, there you go. But anyway, well, let's get back to this because we only have a few minutes before the top of the hour here. Um. Uh. But uh, yeah. So uh, okay. Most important thing here is we we've really we've hit the crossroads here. With Doctor Who, finally there is a major difference. Not just another white guy. <laughs> yes. Right. So Adam, give us some more thoughts on this. Well, I mean, look, as a nerd, I can tell you that there's always going to be some nerds in a fandom who are not going to be happy with stuff like this. So oh, yeah. all I can tell them is, all I can tell the Anita Sarkeesians of the world is, get a fucking life. Because, first of all, it's a fictional character, folks. Yeah. There's no, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fine to be, you know, into it. But second of all, this is progress. Yeah. And unfortunately, progress has always been incremental. So sure. the idea that you know, you know, the idea that this doesn't count because the doctor isn't regenerating into a black trans woman, <coughs> looking at your Anita Sarkeesian, it makes it not woman. count. You know, is just ludicrous. Uh, yeah, we're Absolutely. all black trans women. No, I mean that, that's that's ridiculous. Um, uh, you guys <laughs> need to say no. I, I just whapped Susan in the arm for he saying did. that. Um, <clears throat> so now uh, I'm like Michelle whapping Miles. Um, but uh, but yeah, what this to me it's really important is it, it's kind of it's broken the chain, and from here on out, um, anybody can be the doctor. Why not? And, you know, it it, it takes, and here's a woman to, you know, change things up. And that's great. I I really think it's amazing. Uh, Because. I want the next doctor to be a blue whale. (laughs) Well, you know. Blue whales have been on possible, but, you know, but. Could be. It's crazy. Two whales that I can think of offhand. I mean, as, you know, as humanoids, you know, I mean, the the possibilities are kind of limitless. This is kind of exciting and fun. I'll, I'll probably watch, and I'll probably end up going back and, and binging the Capaldi and the rest of the Smith stuff that I missed. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I think this is a, a good new chapter in uh, bingeable sci-fi. 
and uh, I hope it does well, and I hope all the men's rights act- activists out there start a GoFundMe page <laughs> to uh, dry their tears, and we'll airlift Kleenexes uh, to them. Terrible, <laughs> you know. So. Or, or they could start their own TV series, we, and I'll even give them a title: "Who the Hell Cares, Doctor? Exactly. Who the Hell Cares, Doctor? What?" Um, I do want to say one thing. Um, as far as Doctor Who goes, Pete, if you haven't watched the the ones mm-hmm. the the new ones like mm-hmm. it's it's good writing it's interesting mm-hmm. it's something that you can recommend to small children because it's not terribly violent there are not lots of um blood or murder you know what i mean yeah. he doesn't carry a weapon mm-hmm. which is awesome and um it's like it's intelligent enough that you can enjoy it because they grab hands and run or you can enjoy it because they're talking about very complex things about space or time or it's interesting it's a good yeah. series mm-hmm. and it's like i've watched <clears throat> almost all of it the first several seasons and um you know it's it's hard because a lot of tv that's made for kids is just for kids and, insipid. you know and it's insipid and it's like i can't even you know, there are all these things that my nephews watch, and they're like, no, it's okay, Aunt Suze, you can watch Home Alone. I'm like, no, I can't, yeah. and I won't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't get it, <laughs> but they're kids. So. Well, uh, we, we only have a couple minutes before the top of the hour, and I want to mention this now, and I'll try and mention it again uh, before we do, because I made the joke about the men right, men's rights activists doing a GoFundMe page. Um, I want everybody to go to uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash Lauren Mayer. Our good friend uh, Lauren Mayer uh, is, is having. She has double pneumonia. Oh wow! Um, Ooh, and nasty. if you can, and I'll be donating uh, <laughs> later on tonight uh, to this GoFundMe page. Um, I, I, I posted over it. pneumonia. I'll, I'll put the the link in our um, in the podcast notes as well, and share it on my Facebook. Share this on all your social media. If you can't, if you can't afford to give Lauren a few bucks, uh, she's doing pretty well on this, but. It, uh, more would help uh, for sure because you know double pneumonia that sucks uh, she has good health coverage but these bills are stacking up for her uh, so yeah gofundme.com forward slash Lauren Mayer and of course it's M-A-Y-E-R um, like you know my baloney has a first name mm-hmm. uh, well <laughs> But Lauren Mayer, uh, yeah, give her uh, you know a few bucks if you can. If you can't, copy that link uh, or find the GoFundMe page if, if uh, you're not in the chat room and share that on your social media uh, to help her out. She's doing good on it, but uh, we we want to do better for her. So, and I know you, my um, I know my turnips. You guys always come through. I appreciate it. So whether it's you know donating or sharing or whatever, uh, you're all awesome, and I appreciate everything you do, especially donating to our Patreon. But if you want to suspend your Patreon uh, donations for a month and donate to Lauren, do that. Whatever you want to do. Um, but uh, anyway, um, it, we are at the uh, uh, top of the hour, as it were. Top of the hour to you. Uh, Adam, you are welcome to stay for the uh, the final hour if you want. Sure. Yeah. Just get, uh, can you call me back at, at the when you know after the yeah because I'm at my computer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let after- you know one thing. It's it's raining so hard right now. I can hardly hear you guys. Oh my god. Oh dear. Wow. Yeah. Oh my it's unreal. God. The whole house is just roaring. 
Yeah. Can only Some people sing. would say that's a plus for for me, can, for, you know, not being able to hear me, Pete. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Zing. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, Joe, what was that again? I saw that coming. Yeah, oh, you walked go. right into that, Adam, and thank you very much. All right. Excellent. Okay, here we go. We're going to go ahead and run to the break. Uh, we will have, uh, again, Tim Caramel featured Mad Lib, uh, featured listener Mad Lib uh, for the end of the program tonight. We'll do another uh, standard Mad Lib and listener Mad Lib and, uh, you know, at the very end of the show. And, of course, uh, we're going to get into some uh, interesting audio coming up um and yeah uh adam you have a name for him the incredible oh the incredible sulk sean hannity yeah sean hannity the incredible sulk so uh we're gonna listen to a little bit of that crap and some other stuff when we come back so everybody hang tight we'll be right back with the final hour of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. What the hell? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, of course, joining me as always on the Friday program, the weekend edition, Mr. Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard almost every Sunday on the Tim Coromel Show. But you have uh, this Sunday off uh, coming up, Joe. I, I do, but the clown car does not. The clown car never stops. It never does. It's we a will perpetual have perpetual motion device. We're going to have a different presenter. Oh, yeah? Yes. Did, did, I did, wrote the thing, but uh, someone else will present it. Didn't I? Uh, no. uh, I think I presented the clown car once, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah. Oh, that was a that and was an I honor. A, I think you did a great job. That was a real honor, I gotta say. So, uh, uh, but yeah. So, is it a top secret who the presenter is, or? Uh, I there's a rumor that we know her and love her. Oh, okay. Say no more. I think everybody knows yeah. this. Smells what 
Yes, I think everybody knows what you're talking about. And uh, uh, also joining us on the program uh, uh, every Friday here, of course, uh, you had last Friday off, but welcome back, P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Thank you, sir. Yes, where we have got flood warnings everywhere. Uh, uh, be safe, yeah. brother. Are you are you a, a, a high, a low-lying land, or are you up on a hill? Uh, well, we actually live in a marsh, and marshes don't flood where the headwater, so we're not so worried. We do have like high groundwater and a sump pump that is just ah. going nonstop. Okay. But, right. uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, I mean, outlying roads and stuff like that, and uh, the rivers are over the banks. And uh, yeah. I have a friend that lives on the Baraboo River, and he said uh, he, has a, he has a big pond on his property. And he said, "Where'd my pond go?" <laughs> hey, you know, what the river happened? Just, river <laughs> river just jumped over the banks and covered that and covered hey, everything. What all of, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, and, and and where he lives, sometimes there's only you know he's up in the what, the legendary Baraboo Hills, and mm. sometimes when Bridges goes out, there's only one way, one circuitous way in and out of there, and uh, uh, and I, who knows if he can get out of there tomorrow because they know he's up there tonight. But it, yeah. it's it's just nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's been three and a half inches today. Yeah, added to what we've had earlier in the week, and you know we're probably up around seven or eight inches of rain in the last nice. few days. That is bonkers. Well, be safe, my friend. Um, you know, yeah. and um, uh, I don't know what else to say. Don't fuck with I went Mother out Nature. This morning to meet some old friends who were in town from uh, uh, the West Coast. I hadn't seen them in ten years, and it was a nice, a nice outside. It was a la di da. We had coffee for an hour and a half, and we left, and it was start. It was starting to sprinkle, and his son is getting married tomorrow, and the rain is supposed to stop. Well, fingers Good. crossed. Fingers crossed for that. And uh, yeah. also joining us, uh, sitting in for Rain, who has the evening off tonight. Uh, well, uh, what do we call her? The prettiest girl in Cleveland. The prettiest girl in Cleveland. The Suze in Studio SB with us right Yay. now. Hey, you know what? I got Where something. She should be. I, got, I got something to say. Lean oh, in. Yeah. Lean in. I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. I don't have to this uh okayed but i want to tell you guys on thursday nights i have a show called the tv sound which is just music i like and it's what from seven to ten i think no it is from uh nine to eleven p.m nine to eleven okay I'm a um closer, yeah you gotta get close to that mic <laughs> can anybody hear me there you go i can hear me I've got a, a radio show from 9 to 11 on Thursdays called The TV Sound. That's right. And it's filled with mystery <sighs> and intrigue and innovation of the 80s music and things you would hear. Yeah. Mostly early early 80s. So Yeah, new wave, new romantic, early electronic, uh, lots of really good stuff. Lots of good stuff. So I, I want just one person to listen besides my cats. <laughs> my cats listen to it they're like they do. this is awesome they have their own right. iphones yeah that's mm-hmm. it that's all i've got right now yeah but and uh, uh, go this, ahead this, these these shameless promotions will make someone in the chat room go oh okay i'll turn in at nine i'll tune in at nine on thursday i'll dispatch my army of robots to yeah. uh, listen, uh, and last but so definitely, this is eighty uh, eighties mostly. Yeah, it's mostly eighties. Yeah. It's called the TV sound because it's mostly the things that I loved on MTV. Yeah, and that era. Okay, 
plus of, other of synthesizer you know synthesizer and yeah. innovation like you know music craft that, work kind of stuff yeah. jazz you know things yeah. like that but then other things you know some you know Elvis Costello and Marshall Crenshaw but then also Duran Duran and you know early you know oddball like one off uh, you know one hit wonders from the early 80s and whatnot yeah so some a little late 70s stuff so it's very good so yeah, are we gonna hear the safety dance um, I think that's oh. in there, I think but that might be but yeah. only one, only one man without hands. But a lot of a lot of the stuff I had on vinyl, and we we had yeah. to like find it on a digital, you know, concept, mm-hmm. and had to get the the. We did, yeah, we did a lot of we did a lot of top forty stuff, but we also buried them in a lot of deep cuts and obscure, hard to find uh, uh, music as well. So, so just oh, do things- you have? Things the thirteen-year-old in me liked. So. Do do we have what, Joe? Planet Claire. Uh, I'm trying to think. I I'm don't not sure. know what I'm that not is. Sure. I think I've heard of them before. But what's the no, song? no, no, that's a song. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, by B52s, right? B52s. Yeah. yeah. Planet Claire. Well, there is B-52s in there, but I don't know exactly but what I, we I have. But I think it's just fish and candy, it's I almost think, because co- I love fish and candy. Yes, it's almost a quarter after now, and I still haven't introduced Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back to the program, sir. I'm like a bad penny. I always turn up. He does. He does. So, and of if course, you're a uh, bad penny, <clears throat> beware of Donald Trump. He'll find you. He will. He will. Uh, <coughs> he collects those. If you're a bad yes. penny and I see you in the parking lot, I'm gonna flip you over and leave you there for yeah. the next guy. There you go. I found a uh, I found a hot nickel in a parking lot the other day. I took that. <laughs> it was tails up. Oh. That rule doesn't apply to nickels. It's just pennies, goddamn it. Is it just pennies? Okay, yeah. okay. All right, here we go. We're gonna go ahead and get back into some audio here. Um, before we get to the Sean Hannity stuff. Um, this is uh, some interesting stuff here, and uh, oof, yeah, uh, oh, okay, yeah, we're gonna do it, and because the Hannity stuff is sh- pretty short. Rachel Maddow had Ashley Parker from the Washington Post on her show uh, last n- last night or the night before. Uh, Donald Trump apparently has been looking into the power of the pardon, Adam. <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, with all of one these... More from, one more from Adam. Come on. Well, here. Another... Uh, I got another one. Oh, that? Or okay. no? But anyway, so uh, this is uh, Ashley Parker from Washington Post talking to Rachel Maddow about Donald Trump. Apparently, all of a sudden, just weird, wacky, wild stuff here. Just got curious about uh, what his powers were to pardon people. Let me ask you first about the pardon discussions that you guys are reporting now. Um, You say Trump has asked his advisors about his power to pardon aides, family members, and even himself. Uh, You cite a second person saying that Trump's lawyers are discussing the president's pardoning powers among themselves. Are you reporting that the president has made decisions about these things? Is this being floated as a trial balloon? Do you have any sense about where they are in this decision-making process? Sure. So the way it was explained to us is that certainly the president has made no decisions. It's more that the president is an avid consumer of news. He reads all these articles. He watches television. um, And he is reading about both the expanding Russia probe and also about a president's 
pardoning authority. And as part of that, he's just sort of become curious and understanding, well, you know, what, what is actually the reach of my authority as president? Um, what could I do? How would it work? How does this go? He is sort of explained as him doing his his diligence and expressing curiosity, not that he's floated uh, specific names. Oh, oh, okay. Just just mm. asking for a friend. Yeah. What do I do and still pardon myself for? Yes. Well, excuse me. Uh, but Pete, what were you saying? What's it like to ride a bike? Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, no, yeah. He's, he's, uh, you know, I'm looking for the last act of a desperate man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, well, it is uh, just about uh, at that point, uh, you know, that it's the last act of a desperate man, Pete. Well, can't you see that's the last act of a desperate man? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You are so uh, welcome. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, they, these people are, are flailing, you know, they go, uh, the leaks coming from White House staff are that, you know, it's just a, uh, a swirling ball of rage in the Oval Office, uh, because everyone doesn't love him so much. Not so much. You know, the rallies have stopped, and that's all he really wanted to do when he got in the White House was, you know, leave everything with pants and go out and have pep rallies. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, that that's not working. And, uh, you know, and, you know I, I suspect his golf game's a little off, too. Oh, you know no. No, so uh, and so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not only that, you know, it's really hard for him to cheat on his marriage. Uh, with all these cameras, it's not and, hard uh, for uh, Melania. Not at all. Um, yeah. Well, it might yeah. be harder now that she uh, she moved into. The yeah, White I'm House. telling you right now, it's the chauffeur's pet dwarf. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, my God. Uh, so. Oh no. <laughs> chauffeur, chauffeur keeps a lookout. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Joe, any any thoughts on this? Uh, uh, Trump just coincidentally just you know again asking for a friend. What, what what's up? What, what can I do? What who can I pardon? I, can I pardon me? I I think that uh, you all are a bit hard on the man. No, you know he that's really. What she, that's what yeah. she said. Ooh. He, ooh. First of all. He doesn't cheat on Melania because who the hell would cheat on with, with them, uh, yeah. except in Russia? Uh, and then we would have um, who among us? I mean, why, why, why are you throwing stones when who among us has not asked the question of our attorney? Just what pardoning powers do I have? Hmm. In fact, I was talking to my attorney just the other day, <laughs> <laughs> and I said. And I said, what, what pardoning powers do I have? Can I pardon Kenny? Can I pardon myself? And uh, That's funny, because you know, I was a... just talking to my priest, and I said, what sins can I get away with? How many Hail Marys do I have to say for Kenny? How many Hail Marys do I have to say for Adam? What can I do? And then get away well, with it. Well, that depends. See, if, see, we had mortal and venial sins. Oh, that's right. Right. Remember? And and yeah. like I think a hundred venials added up to a mortal, ten mortals, 
you got to be in hell with Hitler. You know, <laughs> something like that. So, I mean, so I can't there's, murder, there's that. you're saying, but I can get away with other things. Yeah. Uh, the white lies, maybe? Little white no. lies? Wait, wait, say it again. Say, say it again, Pete. 28 grams adds up to a righteous ounce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, at this uh, rate, I'm going to have to Adam, reduce my. I'm going to re, I'm gonna have to revise my joke about the uh, Dick Cheney Memorial Circle of Hell. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, what's the well, revision? It's not going to be funny if he's not, not as evil as Donald Trump. Yeah. That is well, true. You know, the thing is, you know, Dick Cheney's first heart is already down there, you know, like <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Oh, we got Well played, sir. <laughs> oh, yes. That is magical. Uh, so, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, all right. Well, here's the next one. Rachel Maddow uh, with Ashley Parker from the Washington Post about, you know, Trump just asking for a friend, you know. On the specific question of whether the, the pardon, the, the president can pardon himself, obviously that's an, an arguable, that's like a, a, a classic law school debate topic. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> do we know what kind of advice the president has received from his lawyers or what, uh, which way his lawyers are leaning on that question as to whether they believe the president can issue himself a pardon? So you're right. It, it, it is a very sort of confusing, a confusing question, and one that it feels like from us just talking to outside legal experts might end up, if he were to ever do that, getting kicked to the Supreme Court. And as of now, we just know that it is something that the president's team is discussing, um, and I don't know that they have necessarily reached a conclusion. Yeah, just totes curious about this whole thing. <laughs> just, just you know, yeah, that'd be like a snake eating his tail, wouldn't it? Totally unrelated to anything that's going on right now. Just, I thought of it. I, I've been here for six months, and that was one thing I hadn't talked about before. Just trying to learn the office. Sure, sure. Not not governance, but pardonance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking bonkers, man. Uh, Adam, go ahead and jump in here. Well, I mean, all I can say to people who still defend this fucker is, do the math, Rain Man. <laughs> and, you know, why, why? if he's so innocent, your precious God Emperor, if he's so great for America, and if he's innocent as all some horrible liberal conspiracy, why the fuck is he asking about pardoning himself? Which we know he can't do. Yeah. It's like he didn't read the fucking manual. He didn't. He should probably he, go, he doesn't go ahead. read. No. No. I know I know one thing he could do to himself. Mm. Go fuck himself? Quit. There Sorry. you go. Quit. Hey Trump. Well, fuck you. In, in regard to cheating on um, Melania, you know, come on. Sooner or later, someone will leave a uh, piece of burlap over a ham in the White House kitchen, and that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's yeah. break into the White House and place that ham there, Pete. Yeah. yeah. I just had a brilliant idea for a book. Okay. No, tell like, them like, like, like You a, know, in the movies, pies are really sexy in the movies. Well, yeah, sure. I, mm. yeah. Well, I was going to say, picture this. A fake White House manual for Donald Trump. 
<laughs> they probably gave him one. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that, that would be a good publication. I think we've got a moneymaker there, Adam. I think the Obama administration probably left them all over the White House before they moved out. Well, he he was like, mm-hmm. this is propaganda. This, I won't this, read it. this, 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 and this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that they have them written for all possible contingencies and that they just sort of walked into the manual room and picked out the one for the human thumb. You know, so you stole an election. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So you stole an election. Next thing, don't give your taxes out, as every president uh, ever has. If you've killed someone, turn to page. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a make your own adventure, Adam. <laughs> Could just see him in the White House library going through the peas. Was he? Peeing on yourself, oh. having someone pee oh. on you. Oh. Pardons, pardons, right there. Pardons. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, get to something else here. Oh shit! Oh, Make man. your own adventure. I'm sorry. I, I spent uh, so much time. Uh, uh, okay, here we. Uh, this is what we're gonna do. I was gonna I say would pee on the man that I place value on my urine. Well, yeah, <laughs> I do too. Uh, but so, all right. Yeah. Actually, no, we do have time to get to the Sean Hannity shit. You can um, do it. Yeah. So, Sean, it, it, this is, uh, you know, if I played the coverage of Shepard Smith, I played the coverage of Jake Tapper talking about <laughs> what's going on with, um, you know, Trump nowadays in the Mueller investigation. Well, let's hop in to the Bizarro World bus here, everybody, and take a trip to uh, top number one top cult uh, uh, spokesperson, Sean Hannity. And see what he has to say about the Mueller investigation. Um, there might be a word that rhymes with itch in here. More evidence that Robert Mueller's special counsel that they are on a massive witch hunt. Bloomberg tonight <laughs> reporting that the special counsel is now looking into business transactions and financial dealings of President Trump and people that are connected to his campaign. Now, this, of course, comes after President Trump last night told The New York Times that Mueller would be crossing the line if he did that. Now, this is what I've been talking about when I say the deep state is at work. So just hours after the president's statement, well, someone leaked this information to Bloomberg to try and damage the president, annoy the president, and frustrate the president. Oh, my God. They tried to annoy the president? They released... Okay, so what he was saying there was that Trump... How dare they... Trump <laughs> Trump saying that would be crossing the the red line. That was just a bridge too far. See, he, Hannity that's is like saying, saying <laughs> Hannity saying that's legit. You got to listen to the president. That's like say telling some uh, telling a cop, "Do not just out of nowhere, don't look in my crawl space." Yeah. I I mean, this is <laughs> seems legit. Yeah, I, God. Yeah, in this one, this one, uh, anybody, Joe, did you want to comment on that one? Because th- these are mostly just to illustrate how the Trump cult is covering these legitimate news stories. Hannity's like, oh, this is terrible. Somebody leaked this information. Oh, oh, after Trump said, don't do it. But, well, I'm not in the habit of giving Sean Hannity advice. Yeah. But, uh, 
Sean, if you're smart, you're not going to talk about Trump and leaking in the same sentence. Oh, okay, there you go. But Joe, Joe, did you have a, a, a thought on that before we get to the next one? Just don't look in my trunk. Yeah, so definitely, <laughs> definitely. Pete, uh, any thoughts on that before we get to the next clip? Uh, just don't look in Joe's trunk. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, by he the way, in it, I've looked in Joe's trunk. And it's terrifying. This one, but this one is, this is very short, but this one, I, I just had to laugh when I heard this. 12 seconds. Listen to this 12 seconds of Sean Hannity. And today, yet another example of deep state leaks. Wall Street Journal is reporting that the special counsel is investigating Paul Manafort for possible money issues. And we'll have the latest of more breaking news as that develops. Okay. There are leaks about, okay. Paul Manafort and money issues? No, no, no. Not money issues. Money laundering, you dumb fucker. Money laundering. Mm -hmm. These are deep state leaks. No, these are not deep state leaks. These are what he is being investigated for. <laughs> and and also, they're on ledgers. That like, is also they're a on thing. accounting. Yeah, they're written down. Who leaked the facts? that weren't illegal to leak <laughs> god this coverage is and this is why you know you can't talk to trump cultists you just can't they're they're mad no so mm -hmm. uh all right not, uh here, and not in the fun ahead. way no not at all not like mad libs mad um <laughs> so uh here we go oh this one this one oh my god wait i uh, want to say really quick yes please please, please don't look in my freezer there's venison in there. <laughs> Not venison! It's Bambi! Alright. Uh, <laughs> we didn't We didn't do it, though. Somebody else did. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, here we go. Uh, the next one... Um, uh, I'm going to skip to the last one. I'm uh, Fuck this other one, because... It, uh, yeah, just listen to this. Also, Mueller has several other conflicts of interest. Remember, he's BFF with James Comey, who's God a key witness it. in this investigation. Well, that could be a potential violation of the law. Okay, this whole uh, that Mu uh, Mueller, I'm sorry, no, I almost said Mueller. I almost pronounced it right. Um, <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Mueller, Mueller is, is, you know, is not BFFs with James Comey. They happen to work in the same department. They were colleagues. It's like uh, somebody okay. There's this guy that I work with named Dave who works in receiving where I am. If if it happened that he and I got hired on another job, and somebody described us as BFFs, I'd be like, really? What what did I miss? Have I been in a coma about my experiences? You know, I mean, oh god damn it! It's so stupid. There's you can go to you can go to a goo goo church easy go do a google search um and you can find the snopes article that says mostly false they're not bffs comey and muller are not bffs they happen to work together conflict of interest oh my god in some of the lawyers that muller hired donated to democrats <gasps> going back to the 80s oh no like Four of the 12 attorneys Mueller hired donated to Democrats. How dare they? I mean... Which, by the way, is not against any uh, ethics uh, rule. Exactly. No. 
Go ahead, Pete. No, uh, absolutely correct, uh, and it's it's also nobody's business. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, Adam, Trump, any Trump has donated to Democrats. Oh, it, 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 he bingo. was a Democrat two years ago. Bingo! Right. Jeez. So you know, we all remember that rant, the you know, the, the, of his where he called Republicans so stupid. Oh yeah, so unbelievably yeah. Well, stupid. Well, he was he was right, Pete. So there is that. Well, yeah, and, I can't argue with his uh, his logic there, but uh, but, but, but he was uh, he was living in a glass house and throwing stones at the time. Um, yeah. But, but uh, he who is not douche cast the first bag. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, anything else to add, Adam? Before we uh, hit the break? No, I'm just. I, you know, I, I'm loving. You know, anything that rate rises, you know, gets under uh, Sulky's skin is uh, like music to my ears. Well, you know, the one thing I really loved is in that first clip, he was like, oh, they just did, or no, maybe the second, he was like, oh, they're just doing this to annoy and irritate the president. What <laughs> is what? it working? Is it working? Is well, it working? Is that really a fucking important thing to worry about? Is his feelings about something? Oh, we irritated the president. We better stop. <laughs> Fuck off. So... So is Mueller going up to Trump saying, does this bug you? I'm not yeah. touching you. I'm not. <laughs> Don't touch um, me. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Pete, uh, uh, I've noticed, I can't help but notice that Sean Hannity and, and President Trump have been growing at the same rate. And now they've achieved this state where they are men with faces stuck on. Oh, you know, you know I think you might be right. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to some Sean on Sean action when uh, Sean Hannity does Sean Spicer's exit interview. We are so glad to see that they have a top-ranking cultist uh, to make sure he doesn't flip on the, the, them too soon uh, on the way out. But, Susan, any thoughts on Sean Hannity's uh, nonsense there? No, it's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, too. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, uh, hit the break. And uh, I don't know, Adam. You got a song request uh, here? Uh, how about Buggy Whip? Ooh, Buggy Whip's a good one. So, uh, ooh, I Rocky think I, I need. Uh, yeah, I need to uh, maybe go to uh, this flash drive to find that. Uh, and oh no, no, I don't want to do that. I want to look in this. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, when we come back, we're going to go ahead and uh, I have one Alex Jones story for you, everybody. Would you be surprised if I said it was a conspiracy theory story? What? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Can't happen. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to listen to Buggy Whip. When we come back, we're going to uh, unfortunately listen to some Alex Jones. And we have one regular Mad Libs. Uh, Mad Lib, rather, and of course, uh, a special Tim Coromo Mad Lib. Everybody, it's going to be so fun. So everybody, hold the hold the line. Love isn't always on time. Sorry, channeling my inner Toto. We'll be right back with the final segment of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. <laughs>
falling all the way to real estate in China Silicone rat bait like I want a train wreck Tantamount to pyramid or maybe a recliner I'm useful as a buggy wheel I'm good as any buggy wheel I'm useful as a buggy whip and you Power lunch and wisecrack Universal fingerprints for anyone's better Crime lab cop talk radiation Sing song Punch a hole in howdy pants You better just forget her I'm useful as a buggy wheel I'm good as any buggy wheel I'm useful as a buggy wheel And you Truffle-headed pork rind Constantina mini-mall The Constantina wire Alabaster moonwalk Hello devil car crash Fundamental anagram You got to pay the choir 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 And a hip-hop and rig a motor Swiss cap Bunch of falling all the way To real estate in China Silicone rat bait Like I want a train wreck Tantamount a pyramid And maybe you're a climber 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 I'm useful as a buggy whip I'm good as any buggy whip And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Enterprise. Thank you, uh, Scranton. That's right. Scranton. That's the ticket. And, of course, thank you, Madison. Welcome back to the program, everybody. And, of course, uh, thank you again, Suze, for sitting in for rain tonight. You're very welcome. And uh, well, uh, and thank you, Adam, for sticking around for the entire uh, back half of the program here. Well, thanks for having me. No problem. And, of course, welcome back, Joe Santorso. I hope you had a good Tuesday off. I did. I spent it doing sports ball. Ah, <laughs> nice. And last but not least, uh, Pete, uh, uh, welcome back to you as well. Uh, you had last week off, and uh, it is a pleasure, as always, to have you back. I am here, and the rain <laughs> briefly has ceased. Ah. It'll fiber up again. Well, that's that's what happened here on Turn Up the Night. Rain has briefly ceased, but she'll be back on Tuesday. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, chance of rain zero, with an eighty percent chance of Susan. That uh, <laughs> see, there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd say ninety nine point nine because I'm here. Yes. You know. And of You're course, here. of course, Susan said to me, "Is there any way you can turn this shit down?" <laughs> Oh, when we were up, on I break, did not. It's in you did, you did, dude. I, I didn't I'm see like, this shit. I, I did not. She was like, "Can you turn it down? This is so loud. Are you deaf?" Because <laughs> we're sharing the same headphone. We're sharing the same headphone signal, basically. So it's really loud in my ears. Yeah, it is. And it can't be done. Oh, I turned it down, and now I'm like, now I'm like right up on the microphone, so I can hear everything just right. Oh, um. It'll be NPR. Now, Alex Jones. I'm here to beg God to give me the strength and the words to unlock the spirit of humanity with a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. By the power of Grayskull. Submit to it with pleasure. 
No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, so Alex Jones had Mike Cernovich, uh, a.k.a. Mike Pizzagate Cernovich, on his show the other day. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And they have hmm. a new they have a new conspiracy theory. And the second clip is my favorite because Alex Jones like just totally makes up a lie on the spot. Uh, I, I hadn't told anybody this story before. I hadn't told anybody this. But uh, the first one, though, is they have a great new theory as to why the deep space, uh, deep space, deep deep state, deep state, deep state, deep space, whatever, what what have you. Uh, but the deep state is trying to go after Trump and Trump supporters. And seriously, the only people I ever hear talk about pedophilia, bestiality. You know, uh, just any kind of I- illegal, wrong, sexual perversions. It's conservatives. It's true. Even legal stuff that they think should be illegal. They're always the first ones. They're like, oh, what's this lewd, lascivious activity going on over here that I need to tell somebody about? Oh, I need to talk about it in great detail because it's tiddling. That part's extra, that part's extra sinful. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Just like Pete LaBarbera, right? Uh, porno Pete, Adam. Yeah. The uh, guy who has, a, who has yeah. a gay porn library so he can study that and tell for, you. Hold on. For You're God, not doing it right, Kenny. For the baby You're, Jesus? For, for research purposes. You have to, you have to bring yourself close. There you go. Research. There you go. Well, Alex Jones and Mike Pizzagate Cernovich seem to be really hung up on um, on, on pedophilia, and they they're whipping up this gross story, and um, this is part one. Uh, oh, it's so annoying. I wanted to break the story on your show because we have the whole enchilada, the pedophile networks of the, the deep state. So I'm going to break it down for you real quick. The reason Trump can't get his people hired is because the security clearances are, are being jammed up and not going through. The reason they're not going through is that the people who administer the polygraph in these state are actually part of the pedophile ring. Jammed and up. they only want pedophiles in deep state because they're compromised and they can be blackmailed. This is why they went after you. They went after me. My Wi-Fi literally is not working now. I don't even know what's going on once I tweet it out. <laughs> oh, I've had CIA on. people say they can't come on anymore. Their whole lives have been ruined. I mean, they're coming after everybody. This pedophile thing is what... I, I'm going to pause it right there. Apparently, pedophiles are jamming Mike Cernovich's Wi-Fi. What? In case you guys missed that. Yes, you, we all know they work together mm-hmm. like communists. Yeah. Yes, the, the pedophile cabal. Yeah. Yeah, they work out of a basement in a pizza shop in Washington, I think. Oh, yeah, they all know each other. Text court freeze, take my calls! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Lizard Pizzagate. Uh, so, yeah, so a- anyway, continue. They're afraid of. Yeah, so this is the real thing. We now know that uh, that is yeah. how Deep State is sabotaged. Uh, I'm sorry, when, when they say the real thing there, uh, uh, when Mike Cernovich says the real thing, he means the fake thing <laughs> that they fantasize about and think about all the live long day. Uh, so, continuing. Trump, now, I talked to the person who had investigated and I worked at my detailed source network, and he had told me they find people who are into wife swapping and those other kind of activities. Wife swapping? And then they drug them. 
roofie them essentially. Roofies. And then children are brought in and they post for pictures with children, naked children. Oh, I was told that by sources that they'll have a woman sources. trick you with first somebody that's like 16 when you're drugged. Uh, wow, this is amazing. My other sources are telling yeah. me this too. Uh, oh, God damn it. God damn it. This sounds... Uh, they, they are making this shit up on the fly and... It, to me, it reeks of their personal fetish preferences, Joe. I mean, uh, this is well, this is nonsense. Where do you think it's, you think it's coming from? Uh, yeah. yeah. When he says yeah. you know? my, my other sources, he's talking about his source called his imagination. Yeah. It, well, his, and that's the his, thing, Suze, is is all, is you know. Ev- well, yeah, <laughs> uh, that too, because he pulled it right out of there. He got he got an idea. And you know, it's like where where where'd you get that idea? Oh, oh I'm sorry, this one. Uh, so the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you know, th- these these guys always they're so hung up. I mean, the PizzaGate thing, total lie, total scam, total fantasy, total you know, whipped up out of their imagination, Pete. And now mm-hmm. they have a new one that they're they're cooking up here, um, uh, uh, just uh, you know, cutting it out of whole cloth. Mm-hmm. It's a little yeah. creepy. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot you know, creepy. They're, they're not using cloth. No. What do, What do you think they're using? Wet toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's the the last one from uh, the Alex Jones and Mike Cernovich uh, uh, of of Pizzagate fame on their uh, their wild imagination. And seriously, by the time we get to the end of this clip, Alex Jones, uh, I've never told this story to anybody before. I'm just telling it to you now. Um, he's just making it up. Or making an excuse. His eyes are brown. Uh, No, no, he's so full of shit that he is just a piece of shit. That's what it is. (laughs) Anyway, uh, second clip. Mike Sturdivant, you're awesome. Sorry, I got frustrated earlier. Skype drives me crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say again, Pete? He has an entourage of flies. Well, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the best, the best entourage. All right, so here we go. Mike Sturdivant, you're awesome. Sorry, I got frustrated earlier. Skype drives me crazy sometimes. And I... Oh, I, I got to pause it right there. That's one thing that Alex Jones and I can agree agree upon is that Skype Skype does drive me crazy all the time. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, Kenny, I'm sorry, I got to call call him out. I, I don't think Skype has anything to do with Alex Jones's insanity. No, no, I think he got frustrated because they lost the call. Is what it was. Uh, but a- anyway, continuing. Also They're heard just from the busy source. people. He told me that actually the game was a distraction. Was this and before this, I figured it out or after that? This was, uh, I can't give the exact date because um, I don't want to reveal my sources and I, and I am spied oh. on and they, they have oh, I know, I mean, they admit they're spying news. on but I mean, I get fake it. News. I figured that out too. I, yeah. Yeah. So they do roofie people. That is how they black. Well, I've never them. told this story and, I, and I'm tempted to tell it, but Anthony and I were out at, at a business dinner about three years ago and they brought over our drinks and I thought the iced tea tasted kind of funny. And then about 30 minutes in, I'm feeling really weird. And all of a sudden, these beautiful women come in. They're like, oh, go with us. And I was smart. And he goes, yeah, we've been drugged. We got out of there and barely made it down the street, barely got cabs. And by the time I got home, I was crawling 
Because I had a car down there crawling into the house. And I don't know what they hit me with. I never went and got tested, but it was definitely an intelligence setup. I never told that story till just now. I thought my iced tea tasted strange, but I drank the whole thing, and then I drank 17 <laughs> more. And then by the time I got home, I could barely crawl through the door. So it was definitely, definitely the deep state drugging yeah. me. Not Long Island and he, and iced he never, tea. <laughs> he never told that story until now. Until just now. He just remembered that he, he had a blackout. thought of it. <laughs> I just thought of this, that one night that I drank too much, I'm going to blame that on the government. What the fuck? And lizard. <laughs> that reminds me of this one episode of Archer where, Art, you know, Archer is a, is a drunk, except he doesn't usually get drunk. And then one time he gets drunk on uh, good old-fashioned moonshine. And he's like, oh, I can't stand up. What's wrong? You're drunk, stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I, I heard that, you know, uh, I, I've never told anybody this story before. I got the iced tea and I thought it tasted funny, but I kept drinking it. <laughs> and, you know, I'd, uh, they, and then they put the, you know, and then I did a keg stand. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that keg stand tasted funny. <laughs> and then they brought over a big old bong. And I thought maybe this, this bong had something more than like death weed in it. It had all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it was totally a government cover-up. And then these beautiful women came in. They walked right past us. But I thought maybe, they, you know, if I wasn't so fucked up, maybe they would have, you know, I don't know, let me show how I could flex my fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just nonsense. It's all just nonsense. Actually, that story you just told—that story you just told was more believable than his. Well, my sources, my sources. I got to tell you, Joe, my sources. I can't reveal my sources because they're scared for their lives. They're scared. They're professionals in the FBI, the CIA, the CBO, and the FPP, and they're all scared. And I made up those last two organizations in case you didn't know. FPB is nothing. I think they're what FTD too. Yes, and I also have STDs. I got big herpes on my balls. So, <laughs> and the lizard people ate them. They didn't care about the herpes. Because <laughs> you got slipped some LDS. Yes, because you know you know what's going on, I right? You got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. Yeah. God damn it. Damn it. Yeah, we need it. We need to hit the god damn it thing. All right. Unless anybody has anything else to add to that nonsense from Alex Jones, we we gotta finish the Mad Libs here real quick, everybody. Ooh, Any, okay. Anything I, else for Alex I, what, Jones? What can What can I add to that? I don't think you can add anything to it, unfortunately. So, uh, all right, uh, here we go. Uh, most of our Mad Libs have already been filled out by our wonderful chatters. We have one regular Mad Lib. And, of course, our celebrity Mad Lib, our listener Mad Lib from Tim Carmel. So here, let's get to the jingle. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Lib. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right. So, uh, Mr. Hebert, I think you, you're not that, uh, you don't mind adverbs, do you? Describing a, a verb? No, I, I can do an adverb. Uh, sure. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, uh, there we go. Quickly. And uh, let me see. Susan. 
could you give me an adjective, please? An adjective? Describing a noun. Pretty. Pretty. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Pete, another Mm -hmm. adjective, sir. Another adjective. Okay. Um, (laughs) Spacey. (laughs) Spacey is good. All right, uh, moving right along. Joe Santorsa, I need a date. No, no you don't. Well, uh, an actual uh, historical date. <laughs> like a, a month, a month, a day, and a year. A month, a day, and a year. How about September? Uh, okay. Um, no, stop, Suze. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. December 7th. Uh, December 7th, what year? 1941. 1941. All right. And uh, let me see. Adam, I need a job title, sir. Um, hmm. Think of a, well, a horrible job title. Excrement management. <laughs> uh, waste management. Waste manager. Solid waste management. There we go. Well, uh, well, solid solid waste. It has to be a... a, uh, So, solid waste manager. Manager. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. And uh, let me see. Uh, Pete, I need the name of an organization. Oh, the name of an organization. can be anything you want. The Bush Miller Society. The Bush. Bush Miller, Miller one word. Uh, yeah. Uh, society. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That, I can say so no more. I got it. No problem. And uh, I'm going to start the music right back up again. And uh, Suze, <gasps> I need another job title. I get a crappy one. A job title. Huh. Um, assistant to the regional manager. Assistant to regional <laughs> manager. Uh, assistant. <laughs> to see, Joe appreciates that. Manager. Uh, to <laughs> regional. Oh, uh, that's a long one. So, manager. Okay, and Joe, I need uh, a famous person. Um, make it whack. OJ Simpson. Oh, there you go. <laughs> What's he been up to? Oh, you haven't been watching the news. The juice is loose. Uh, uh, the juice right? is leaking out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay, so uh, Adam Hebert, I need the, n- the name of a place. A place. Oh. Is it, can it be... Does that have to be real or can I just... It, it, anything you want. Uh, real, fictitious, whatever you like. Xanadu. 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 I'm thinking of Xanadu by uh, Anthem. All right, only a couple more. I'm thinking of Xanadu by Olivia Uh, (laughs) Newton-John. Well, actually, uh, I'll tell you what. This one is up for grabs. This is uh, the last entry we need, okay? And whoever says... Whoever gives the best answer first gets this entry. Okay. All right? Y'all all four of you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. A language. Portuguese. Japanese. 
Yeah, Susan got it with Portuguese. Uh, all right, there we go. So that's discrimination against me. Damn it! <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, it is. It is actually Adam. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh goodness! All right, I'm playing a straight man here. All right, here we go. So before we get to Tim Cormel's Mad Lib, we're going to do our regular pedestrian Mad Lib, and this comes to us from uh, Mad 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 Libs. Uh, I won't give the ISBN number. You can find it on Amazon. Okay, so here we go. This is next door neighbors is the theme. Yes. So, all right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, start the music over again here real quick. And um, we have new dust rags living in the video next door. He is a long salesman for a yak company. (laughs) And she teaches podium in private turd. In a private she won't turd. Be deterred. No. She she teaches podium in a private turd. I'm I left that a. Last night we were invited to their obnoxious home for mm. a potluck candy. Mm, potluck candy. <laughs> we brought a conservative casserole. <laughs> <laughs> After dinner, it's made of people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> soylent casserole. Uh, after dinner, we went into their quickly decorated family rooster, <laughs> sat in front of their roaring bunny suit, mm. and toasted xylophones. <laughs> Delicious. Before we left, our host insisted on taking out his pretty tornado, which we mistook for an ancient cabbage, <laughs> <laughs> to play a few country neckties on it. <laughs> all in all, it was a uh, it was a spacey evening, mm-hmm. and since then, the four of us have become as thick as salad. There you go. That's standard Mad Libs. Nice. Are you guys ready for the the uh, the uh, the biggie right here? Totally. The yeah. big the bigly Tim Caramel Mad Lib. Here it is. This one is, uh, uh, it's all about Donald Trump. And Tim Coromel wrote it with some help from Wikipedia. All right, here we go, everybody. Donald John Trump, born December uh, 7th, 1941. That's not far off. uh, Is an American solid waste manager (laughs) and former reality TV personality. That's true. He is the Mm. sticky child of the 45th (laughs) president of the United States. So, oh, this is Donald Trump Jr. Hmm. Oh, oh, that so that's actually funny. Um, and uh, Loon and his first ex-wife Gertrude. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, yeah, child of the 45th president of the United States, Loon and his ex-wife Gertrude. Uh, he currently works alongside his brother Eric, a spindle as a spindle. And executive director of the Bushmiller Society. <laughs> the the trust was established to oversee all of his father's tricycle during the latter's presidency. Mm-hmm. Controversy surrounds him uh, due to suspected ties to Russian toupees. <laughs> Notably, <laughs> he held a meeting with a Russian assistant to the regional manager. 
The emails are <laughs> the emails are ranging, which promise damaging information on O.J. Simpson as a sign of the Russian government's support of Mr. Trump. Trump was born in Xanadu hmm. to Gertrude and Donald John Trump. He has two younger plungers, Ivanka and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he also he also has two half plungers, Tiffany and his father's, and from his father's marriage to Agatha, and Baron from his father's current marriage to Margaret. Uh, Trump Jr. was particularly close to his maternal grandfather and is fluent in Portuguese. As a child, he encountered reporters. As a child, he encountered reporters asking about his parents' widely publicized divorce. To protect the children, he was sent to a boarding school and was smarmy at, yeah, that's true. at the Hill School, a university uh, preparatory boarding school in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, followed by the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School, where he learned a BS degree in swamp. <laughs> uh, Trump married model Vanessa K. Hayden at the Mar uh, oh, Donald Trump Jr. I'm sorry, uh, Donald Trump Jr. married model uh, uh, Vanessa K. Hudson. I'm sorry, Hayden at the Mar-a-Lago Estate in Palm Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. They have five cultists. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So there we go, Tim Carmel. Thank you. We're gonna give you. you know a, what, Tim? Uh, I'm gonna tell you that totally explains. Amen. Why Trump? Amen. That totally explains why Trump is talking to the Russians because they control his toupees. They do. It's like yeah. they're like. I almost don't blame him now. I'm like, well, he needed his toupees, obviously. Well, right? it, you know, it has strings on it. How else do you think it keeps from flying off his head? Yep. See. Fact. Fact. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there we go, everybody. Thank you all for contributing to the Mad Libs. Uh, uh, it, it, um, you know, uh, I, I think I fucked up a little bit on Tim's, but I think some of it was... Um, I kept thinking it was Don about Donald Trump, but it was about Donald Trump Jr. But seriously, Tim, good stuff. Well, we Donald appreciate Trump it. Donald Jr. has two pays, too, right? I don't know. Um, well, he has he has that balloon filled with clothespins that he calls a mouth. <laughs> So <laughs> that deflated balloon full of clothespins, you know, because they <laughs> all the Trump kids apparently seem to have too many teeth for their mouth. Mm. It's weird and gross. But uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show right now. Suze, give your parting shot right now to everybody. Well, it was lovely hanging out with all y'all. Um, watch my watch my show on Thursday. Listen, uh, listen li to my show. There's no video. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the TV, sound, the TV sound, the TV sound Thursdays, 9 to 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. And it'll feature uh, hand selected tunes from the Sues. Yay. Uh, from it. New Wave, New Romantic and uh, other uh, er, late 70s, early 80s. One hit wonders or punk New Wave uh, kind of stuff. It's, it's good. Early electronic like craft work, whatnot. It's good and good for you. Good and good for you. Exactly. All does it have luft balloons? It's got vitamin Z. I think Z. it does. It does have luft balloons in and there. But just the German version, because it's a little more obscure. Yeah. It's got vitamin Z, I think. 
Nobody but me knows what that band is. Okay. Everybody knows Vitamin Z. No, they don't. No, they. Pete does. I bet Pete does. I do not. Oh, well, there you go. You're a Smithereens fan, aren't you, Pete? No. No. Okay, I'm going to play that Mm -mm. later. We're. I'm requesting that later. Well, yeah, and everybody stick around for it. Roxy Music fan, but who uh, is it? Well, who doesn't love that? It's lovely. Out of the blue, best one of the best songs ever made. (laughs) I'm going to put some Roxy so. music in my request for later now. Okay. Uh, Susan looks like one of the girls off the Country Life album oh, cover, stop. by the way. Oh, oh. man. She does. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, Pete, go ahead and give us your parting shot, sir. Well, with a little bit of luck, the worst of the rain will be through for the Madison area, but you don't know there's stuff streaming out of lacrosse and headed in our direction. We need a rest um, tomorrow. Um, I, I hope for a rest from rain because uh, mm, there's so much water coming out of the, uh, the the hose, the sump pump hose in our backyard that we're going to have to divert it and add sections mm. of hose and run it around our driveway to run it into the city sewers. Otherwise, we shall create a lake along our lot line with our neighbor. Well, good luck, man. And, uh, that, that sounds rough, but... Best it all sucks. But uh, yeah. I wish you well. Thank you for having me. No problem. Looking forward to next week. Uh, Mr. Adam Hebert, what do you have on the way out of the program, sir? Uh, well, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it, and it's always fun. It was also nice to be able to hang out with the Sues. <laughs> so that was a nice surprise. And uh, I'll be, unfortunately, I close again tonight. God. God damn it! And by the way, Adam, we get we get to talk about Twin Peaks tomorrow. I didn't. I, I yeah yeah. And well, we're gonna talk. We, I think we, Kennedy's mad at me for my opinion. Oh, I'm gonna kill you. Um, um, he's a little annoyed, <laughs> but I'm like dripping with venom. And oh, anger. she's just. I'm, I'm gonna being... bite you long distance, man. But uh, <laughs> no, no, she. It's not. She's she's having fun with you. But uh, anyway, uh, Theo. Tune uh, in tomorrow. Uh, uh, we're gonna get a movie review from Theo on Mike Check Radio tomorrow, which is very exciting. The new um, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan film. Um, oh, what uh, Dunkirk? It's gonna be huge. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ken, Ken Branagh is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that if you watch Dunkirk and you enjoy it, I do recommend watching um, the BBC series Wallander, which stars him. He's nice. brilliant in that role. I mean, he's he's a really great actor, and and you know well, yeah. I'm noticing kind of a resurgence because he's in he's in Dunkirk this year, sure. and then later this year he's going to be Hercule Poirot in uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which also stars uh, Daisy Ridley. And Johnny Star Depp. Wars mm. I think and Johnny Depp is uh, the the murder victim, the moida victim yeah. in that. Yeah. So um, I mean, it's not really yeah. starring Johnny Depp. And um, well, yeah. everyone wants to kill. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. And uh, last but not least, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Thank you. Welcome back, sir. And uh, looking forward to next Tuesday. But what do you have for everybody on the way out of the program? Uh, well, I won't be on the Tim Cornwall show this week, but the Aww. clown car moves on uh i'll return next week of course and here's a riddle for you why would the lawyers for donald trump suggest that any investigation into trump's finances by Mueller 
is beyond the statute of limitations. Think about that. Because he's a thief crook. <laughs> well, he's been a crook for a long, long time. Well, my oh, question yeah. is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. My question is, statutes of limitations on what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did, now, what particular crime did you have in mind? Oh, yeah. There are so many. There's yeah, well, there's statutes. Yeah, so many different things have so many different statutes of limitations. Uh-huh. Obviously, they they have something in mind. Is, is it possible he meant to say scope of the investigation? That's true. That you know that, that kind of like you know uh, begs like the, the old wood question. Well, yeah, that's what he was saying. That the scope of the investigation oh. was beyond. The statute of limitations. Oh my but God! Of, of but what only, crime? but only if he can't pardon himself on those crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, pardon me, because we have to end the show right now. Uh, okay. But uh, good points, Joe. Uh, thank you very much for bringing those up. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that more on Tuesday. Rain will be back with us, and uh, but yeah, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Uh, I'll talk to everybody tomorrow. I'll be filling in uh, uh, for Adam until he returns from work tomorrow with Miles and Michelle on Mike Jack Radio. And, of course, please listen to The Night Show tonight at 11 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Until then, sayonara, suckers! (laughs) Good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. That's it. Just loved so many times. I'm surprised he didn't pull the back of his shirt up to show us his MAGA tramp stamp. How dare you, sir? You're gross.